Becoming a little bit of a sunglasses head, if you know what I mean. It's like three months of pay for Gator. <laughs> Let's go!
Glad to see the chat. Oh, man. It's so much comfier doing this thing at home. Ragmuff, what's up, brother? Cohiba time? I think it might be.
some war coverage in tomorrow. We might do a little bit tonight after the guest. Seed Oil, Disrespector, Tucker Goodrich. I'm excited about this one. I know nothing about it, but that's okay. It's happened before. This makes the show better. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them, ladies and gentlemen. I did hear about that. We need to cover that, Zimmer Brain. I just saw it on Twitter. By the way, you guys are going to get to see the new intro tonight. Oh. Believe it or not, we're not done with the intros. Should I bless them with it? I think I should. Wait, you 
Okay, it muted me on all sources. See, I'm I'm still working out the kinks. I'm still working out the kinks with this, so uh, it's not quite there yet. I see the Spurgs are there in Odyssey chat. Not a shock. Yes, I know I was muted. How did the intro? Sa- I, I doubled up the audio. That's my fault. I'm still trying to get that right. Um, it wasn't popping in at first, so I, I'll mess with that some more and test it more. I just got home. Literally an hour before the show started, and I wanted to use that new intro, so uh, I thought it was pretty lovely. Uh, actually, shout out to Night Nation Review. You liked it? Okay, good. You'll see it a lot more, probably. And also, it's made where we can slip in other clips and other moments. So if you have some uh, moments you, you like from Killstream lore, Killstream history, uh, let me know, and we'll slip those fuckers in for sure. All right. Intro was a bad edit. Ban, ban any user on site. Get him out of here. Don't even ask questions. Just get out. Get out. I banned him myself. I don't want to see that dumb shit. If you're a user and you're in cozy chat, just ban him on site. You know what we do. I'm tired of that. All right, ban him. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, dot kill. Yeah, killstream.tv. You know, that's another thing. They were supposed to send me my new contract on Monday. It's Thursday, so I know all the haters are not expecting that to come back, but it is going to come back. It just hasn't happened yet, uh, and I haven't been home anyway, so it's fine, honestly. Uh, what else? Killstream.live, of course. Uh, okay, now let me sacrifice. Oh, sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice Beardson. I see that in Cozy Chat. You see what they're on. By the way, shout, Beard, shout out Beardson. I don't have his interview up just yet, but uh, I will have it up soon uh, over on Odyssey. 
By the way, all those interviews have been doing really well. Uh, this weekend, uh, I'm going to splice them into one interview or one like edit, basically, and then play it on Cozy because I know some Cozy people were wanting like a copy uh, on Cozy. So I'll probably uh, Sunday maybe uh, I will do uh, an edit like that and just play it live uh, here on Cozy so you guys can enjoy it like that. I should have all the interviews up by then. I've been kind of spacing them out, and also I've been out of town, uh, so that's part of that, but. Uh, be on the lookout, I guess, for that. Also, Michael Cisco is going to come here on Sunday. We're going to do a Sunday night show. I'm planning to do a Saturday night show as well. Tomorrow, Tequila Sunrise is on. Killstream, most likely on. I'm supposed to go see Ryan Dawson tomorrow. I might try to do a live Killstream in D.C. So that's still a little bit of a a little bit of a nook and cranny there to figure that out. Uh, had some court stuff yesterday. I talked about it on Twitter. I may talk about it uh, later on tonight, or I may not. Um, and then I'll go ahead and unmute this tab so those two can hear me. Uh, we're going to bring them on. Actually, we have Seed Oil Disrespector here and Tucker Goodrich uh, as well to talk about seed oil, which I'm not going to lie, I never even knew this was a thing, and I brought it up to Pantsu, and she's like, yeah, of course, seed oil. That shit's cancer. It's uh, <laughs> like, wait, what? I... I didn't know, but again, I'm a fat ass and she's skinny, so maybe, you know, maybe she knows a couple things that I don't know uh, concerning nutrition. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, they can hear me now, so I'll switch over there. I'll probably switch over to the to the other tab uh, in just a second. I'm trying to think. Uh, March 24th, Adam Green, E. Michael Jones. Uh, still getting back into town, so I really don't have uh, any other major announcements other than the interviews. There's still some uh, some good ones coming, so. Be on the lookout for that. Sneed oils is what they're saying in the chat. Uh, and perhaps, I don't know. Uh, yeah, see the Spurgs. Man, they, they did a good job clearing them out on Odyssey because basically you have to um, you have to be a subscriber for a certain amount of time to, to do the shit. So it's kind of uh, disrupted their bullshit a little bit. But um, it's so easy to make a throwaway account on Odyssey. Um, that they're literally is they're they're so spurgy that they make them like days in advance. <laughs> I don't know, it's crazy, uh, but it's uh, very easily fixed now. So, shout out to Odyssey, shout out to the Cohiba brand as well here. Very good. Now let me switch over uh, and unmute these tabs uh, so we can hear them actually, and not just a one way street here. Uh, now we have a seed oil disrespecter, Tucker Goodrich, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, now, as I like to do. Here on the kill stream, and we'll take TTS. That stuff's open as well. I'm going to turn it off at the beginning, though, uh, so we can, you know, hear from the guests, uh, actually. But we will, in like 10 or 15 minutes, we'll have that turned on uh, if you guys want to ask questions or talk shit, whatever, really. Um, but uh, we have Seed Oil Disrespector here. Uh, sir, like I said, when people first come to the show, I like to just let them introduce themselves. Uh, I always thought that that was a good way to do it, kind of give a little background uh, on yourself. How, how would you describe yourself here to the kill stream audience? Hey, so I am the seed oil disrespecter, um, but I am one of many seed oil disrespectors. There's thousands of us. There's a lot of folks that are disrespecting the oil of seeds. Um, but what I did in particular was I made a Twitter account that focuses on being funny and getting attention and making memes about this one particular topic. Um, i made it back in October of last year, so not very long ago. Within 24 hours, I had about 1,000 followers because there was a lot of seed oil disrespectors out there. And it's been really growing since then. It's been excellent to see. Um, 
I really appreciate you uh, having us on the show. It's excellent to talk to more people, especially folks that haven't heard of this thing or maybe heard of it a little bit in one area and would like to learn more. And one thing that I'm very excited about with getting attention through memes and through Twitter is to bring, um, uh, bring attention to folks that have been working on this for a long time, like Tucker Goodrich, who's with here, uh, with us tonight. So, um, uh, again, I'm Dr. K I'm semi anonymous right now. Cause I'm just trying to graduate residency. I'm a resident physician. I've got about four months left and then I'm done. And, um, you know, I'm just kind of laying low for a Lay little bit. Lay it close to so, the vest, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're close. You're almost across the finish line there. Yeah, I'm almost across the finish line, exactly. So I've been working on this for many years. I started med school in my early 30s. So, um, yeah, I'm just making sure that I, I get, you know, get that all done uh, before anyone tries to mess with me on the Internet or something. So, uh, well, yeah, thank you for having me on. Appreciate By the way, Tucker Goodrich is here. Also, I just knocked something over. I'm just now getting back to my house. I don't think people believe me, but I was literally we stopped once on the way back from Jacksonville uh, to refuel. Luckily, I already had a full tank, and I'd come up from Orlando first. Anyway, I've been on a long journey. I'll get into that later. Uh, Tucker Goodrich, you're here as well. Uh, now, Hi, I'm a, Ethan. yeah, thank you so much for coming on. By the way, uh, now thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Love, I, I love stuff like this. And again, like I said, I don't really know that much about seed oil. And they did send me a bunch of stuff to study. I'm going to be real. I didn't look at it that much because I was driving back from Florida. But I think that's even better, honestly, uh, because I'm coming at it from you know a lot. Probably part of the audience doesn't know that much either. Uh, but some do, as he mentioned. Anyway, how did you get into this? What's your background? My background is I was a Wall Street tech guru. I was a CTO for a major hedge fund. And in my late 30s, I started getting sick. And my doctors didn't have any good answers for why I was or how I could get better. So I started doing what I did for a living, which was solve problems. And... I kind of honestly stumbled across this seed oil thing by dumb luck, thanks to a friend, and was able in pretty short order to fix all of my health problems 12 years ago. Um, So, you know, I was 38 years old. I had a stroke. I spent four days in the stroke ward. Two years later, I had acute diverticulitis with a perforated colon. Another bunch of days in the (laughs) the, uh, hospital, a place I try to avoid and uh, have had to have part of my colon cut out. And as I started solving my own health problems and talking to people about what was going on and realizing that this was a common thread, not just for me, but for lots of people, I started, you know, putting some serious effort into figuring out what's going on. And it's it's the biggest health story in the world, really. I mean, you know, we, you go watch an old movie and what do you see? Everybody's thin nowadays. 90% of Americans are unhealthy. What changed? And I think the scientific evidence that we have is pretty clear that it's the, you know, recent rapid increase in the intake of seed oils. And unfortunately, this is something where people who ought to know better have known about this for a long time and have been not entirely honest with us about what's going on. So we are trying to get the word out and, you know, make people realize that there's overwhelming evidence for this in the scientific and medical literature and realizing that the only way, if we're going to make a difference here, it's going to be 
by talking to people, making them realize what a big difference they can make to their health, and then by having them tell their own story and motivate other people to do the same thing. And Dr. K's been, he's, you know, he's late to the game and he's totally turbocharged it. He's, you know, like the jet booster, just launching things into all sorts of different communities. I'm a bit of a nerd, I will confess, and he's really, really good about communicating and getting the message out. So God bless him for showing up. <laughs> now, again, so I, again, I'm a fat ass. I said that in the intro, uh, cause it's true. Uh, but I had never heard of the seed oil. I think maybe, maybe this is part of the problem. I don't know. I can just blame it all on seed oil. Uh, but it probably didn't help. Cause I, like I said, uh, I was talking to my fiance and she, like I mentioned seed oil disrespect. I mean, no offense. I had never heard of, of like this being a thing really. Uh, and when I told her about it, she immediately knew about it though. She's like, yeah, seed oil's garbage. Like, uh, and went into it and like, uh, I forget, I might have to get her up here. Uh, but, uh, basically all those oils, I think she said olive oil, if you have to basically, uh, use one of those oils, but, uh, that she, she doesn't use seed oil already. Uh, and then she knew that that was, that was bogus. Now, either one of you can start up the conversation. I, like I said, I didn't know this yeah. was a thing. Dr. K, so, you go next. Yeah, sure. So I think that in the, in the modern kind of social media internet era, oh, nice. What, what are you smoking? Uh, Cohiba Red Dot uh, Churchill, actually. Nice, nice. Okay, maybe we'll 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 all share some cigars sometime. We'll, do we'll have to. Yeah, I'm down Fuck for it. that. Fuck it. It, it, it. Do we have to watch our language on here? No, not at all. No. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> we will smoke cigars we'll live. live. Yes. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter's sleeping, so my wife can't give me shit now. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't help it. So in the modern internet era, I think that really the seed oils thing started with paleo. So about 15 years ago, in like the CrossFit YouTube you know, that, that big growth you've had in the fitness industry there. And uh, the platform of paleo was vegetable oils and gluten and dairy. And, you know, the fact that the type of food that you were eating was important, not just carbs, fat, and protein, right? Um, and that movement led to, you know, if you go to the grocery store now or a restaurant, you'll see gluten-free on the menu. And Tucker had a good point. He said that, you know, paleo won in a lot of ways, because you go to Costco and you got all these great options, right? Um, so we really, we as in just the, the ancestral health community, ancestral health being a term meaning we used to be really healthy, we're not really healthy now, and what changed, right? Um, and the ancestral health community focuses on food a lot. And these big platform items like seed oils and gluten and other things um, were the hallmark of Whole, Whole30. That was a very popular uh, branding of paleo, um, which a lot of people can be familiar with. But um, what what's interesting to me is that I saw the people, like Tucker was saying, would get really healthy with doing these elimination diets. And what we've now realized with with years of people doing this and all the anecdotes and all the, the studies and all of the um, uh, uh, information we have out there that the seed oils are one of the biggest contributors to this change in health. Um, the difference between our ancestors being very healthy and us being very unhealthy now. Um, and it's a liberating message in some ways because, you know, if you can tolerate, not everyone can tolerate gluten, but a majority of people can, if you can tolerate gluten and you can tolerate dairy, you just change the oils, just the fats that are in your food and you can be extremely healthy. Um, cause I know a lot of people when they think of healthy eating, they're like, Oh, do I just have to eat salads? Do, does that mean I can't eat bread? Does that mean I can't do this? Well, 
you know, for most people, you can eat a lot of things. Um, and, the, and the best thing, if I could interject, sure. is you wind up eating a lot better. It's not like you suffer. I mean, you know. I well, they even taste better is what they say. Yeah. I had steak and potatoes, steak done on the grill today. And, you know, if this is, if, <laughs> if diets are yeah. about suffering, then I'm going <laughs> to suffer like this for the rest of my life with a big smile on my face. Now, somebody yeah. in chat said they just cook it with, with no oil. How did you cook your steak today? On the grill. Just with no, but no, like you didn't pour oil like a, or like. No, I, ne- I never. Pam, you know, I guess, would be one thing. This, yeah, was, yeah. this was on a charcoal grill. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, um, I've done that plenty of times. And then, you know, baked potato. I live in Idaho, so I got to eat potatoes. I think oh, it's a state law. I love a baked potato and, on the grill, by the way. Oh, it's so good. You know, with some butter, salt, and paper, pepper, and that's an awesome meal. Yeah. I'm, I'm spoiled. So if you're if you're familiar with the Twitter account, you know, it's a dual uh dual thing going on. I'm the seed oil disrespecter and my wife is the healthy oil respecter and she like cooks all my meals. So I eat great. She's the reasonable <laughs> part of the pair. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's I didn't even know we oil, weren't you know? using seed oils, but apparently we weren't. Uh, like I said, my, <laughs> my fiance had already said fuck seed oils, but I just didn't know that she had said that. Right. I didn't even know that this was a yeah. thing. So uh, we got, we have a lot of, you know, I want to, we have a lot of people probably listening that have no idea what we're talking about with seed oils and they're Google. Well, yeah, I was going to say, why so. is it so bad? And also we'll turn TTS on and we'll take callers too. If people want to call in and talk about this, yeah. but I want to let the issue get kind of uh, unfurled a little bit, yeah. but yeah, why is it so, so bad? I'll, yeah, I'll give a little intro and then I'll let Tucker take it. So um, when we're talking about seed oils, we're like the, the stuff that you think of vegetable oil, that's the psyop. That's the way they've been trying to trick you by using words that sound healthy. Um, but it's the canola and the soy and the corn and the rape seed and the grape seed and the rice bran, which is in your Chipotle and um, all of these, you know, fields of corn, corn and soy, they're turned into oils. And in particular, to, to get to the scientific side, it's really high in polyunsaturated fat in omega-6. And one of the big differences between way back then and now is that our bodies are now full of this omega-6, um, these inflammatory oils, polyunsaturated fatty acids that we just were not exposed to at these levels prior to industrial production of seed oil. Now, so when did this kick in, I guess? When did this uh, start really becoming a thing? Like you said, we weren't used to it. I, I guess um, maybe an analogous thing. I don't know. You can tell me. You're the doctor. Uh, but maybe the analogous thing that I think of, at least from a layman's perspective, is um, corn syrup, uh, right? High fructose corn syrup, right? That's another thing they say that mm-hmm. we weren't really made to to be digesting, especially not like an everyday thing. Like they replaced uh, a Coke, you know, sugar with, with high fructose corn syrup. And syrup and stuff like that. Not that sugar is great, but this stuff, your body doesn't uh, break it down properly, basically. Is that analogous? Uh, and when did they start uh, doing the seed oil push? Seed oils is are way worse than that. I mean, really? they're oh, yeah. popular. Wow. They're, they're folks who get up to 80% of their calories from eating honey, which is pretty much the same thing as high fructose corn syrup, and they don't get fat, right? So what's the difference between them and us in America? It's you've heard of the munchies, I'm sure. Right? I have. I, yeah, I heard of a friend of mine. Yeah, I heard, I heard of. A yeah, okay, right. Yeah, everybody has a friend who's told them about the munchies. I have a friend too who's told me about the, the munchies. Well, yeah, yeah. The munchies, the munchies is THC, right? That's the active ingredient in marijuana, and 
THC is actually a drug that the FDA that the FDA has approved called dronabinol, and that's what they give to people with cancer who can't eat to make them want right. to eat. Okay, so we know that this works, right? It's it's an approved drug. It's been on the market for decades. Well, vegetable oils, seed oils do the same thing to you, right? The chemical in seed oils is almost the same as THC, and it makes you eat. It makes you overeat. And specifically, it makes you crave carbohydrates and sugar, right? Because everybody knows when you get the munchies, you don't want a steak. You want junk food, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing when you eat seed oils. And we even had a drug at one point that would block this because it blocked the uptake of these they call them endocannabinoids, right? Because they're like cannabis. They're like the chemicals in cannabis. So these chemicals, when you eat seed oils, are made in your body, and they make you want to eat. They make you crave starch and sugar. And, you know, at one point, we had a drug that would treat this. It had some nasty side effects, so it got pulled from the market. And this is also how um, bariatric surgery works when it works because it's a kind of nasty surgery and it's got a pretty high failure rate. But when it works, it works because it cuts the connection between your gut and your brain that these seed oils activate to make you want to eat. So you're snipping the signal, right? And that's why when bariatric surgery works, people lose a ton of weight. They lose it immediately. And they don't just lose it because they don't want to eat. They lose it because it fixes their metabolism and their body's like, you know, it's like waking up from a hangover. Their body's like, whoa, what's been going on? I don't, you know, I don't need to eat. And your body's metabolism comes up and all of a sudden your fat drops off and your diabetes goes away the next day, right? So it's, you know, the it's kind of hard to get through this, all of this in a short conversation. No, it's okay. Well, I'm, I, I guess the, what I'm wondering is how did this, shoot. so uh, again, I mean, how did this become a thing, right? Just a thing that we take for granted or don't even think about, right? If it, if it wasn't uh, established before, right? With the, the seed oils, like what was the, so the push? On an industrial scale, an industrial scale, it really started with cotton seeds. Is that correct, Tucker? Cotton seeds in the 1800. But as far as why we were told to eat this yeah, stuff, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, when people started eating this stuff, they were eating it because it was cheap and they okay. thought it was healthy, right? Um, Crisco was the original big industrial, you know, vegetable fat that was introduced in the American market. Um, yeah, I've seen my grandmother but, just grab a thing of Crisco and throw it right. in like a big glop, making, you know, grease for chicken and stuff like that, or fish and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But when they started telling us to eat it was when they realized that it would lower your blood cholesterol. Right? Back in like the 1950s and 60s, they were like, oh, look, we th and they had this idea that blood that your cholesterol caused heart disease and that seed oils would make it go down. So they said, oh, everybody should start eating. 1961, the American Heart Association said, everybody should start eating seed oils. It'll make your cholesterol go down. And sounds good, right? It's plausible. Um, except a couple of years later, they did a test where they gave guys corn oil. And they found out that, yeah, the corn oil made your heart, made your cholesterol go down, but it also killed more people. <laughs> so they've done a couple of other studies then since then where they found, oh, yeah, it's, you know, kills Australians, too. And it kills people in Minnesota, too. Oops. 
And they just kind of, you know, in Minnesota, literally, they swept it under the rug because the guy who ran that study was the guy who came up with the idea that seed oils will be good for your heart disease. And when it came out against him, he didn't want to release the data. And it literally took until 2016, I think, almost 20 odd years for a scientist in the National Institutes of Health to get a hold of the data and realize, wait a minute, you guys were making people sick with this and you never mentioned it. Yeah, so there must be, like you mentioned, it was cheaper, right? There must be big money behind this. Uh, for like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, who's profited the most? I know that there's so many different ways you can go with this topic, by the way. And I see a super yes. chat asking about healthy exactly. meals and stuff, and we'll we'll talk about that too. But I'm also just fascinated about how this. I mean, of course, I'm smoking a cigar at the same time, but like how this. Hey, the, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I mean, the, the, I, maybe Tucker can speak about this, but you know, this stuff is so inflammatory that it's 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 ruining everything else, you know, like um, uh, the fact that, you know, p- people eating seed oils and drinking alcohol is probably more dangerous for your liver. People eating seed oils and, you know, exposed to, um, uh, you know, carcinogens or toxins in your lungs probably makes that or, more unhealthy. Or tobacco smoke. We know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, seed oils um, do not taste good. They may, I mean, we can start, you know, we can have a little uh, infographic at the bottom that's telling people like, that, you know, adds up all the, you know, the, the shit that's going on with these things just from this conversation, you know, makes you hungrier, gives you the munchies, doesn't even taste very good. Um, uh, you know, gives you heart, uh, heart disease, <laughs> gives you heart disease, you know, um, it, I, I want to make sure I throw this out there while I'm listing things, but it actually um, makes you more prone to sunburn. As in, if you are eating these seed oils and you are raising these levels of inflammatory polyunsaturated fatty acids, which are in your head to toe, in your body, because it just kind of wiggles into all your cells, you sunburn more easily. And, 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 and a doctor would describe that as photosensitivity. You know, if you're, descri- if you're prescribed an antibiotic, in particular antibiotics or particular drugs, they might tell you, hey, stay out of the sun for the next two weeks because you're going to sunburn a little bit easier. Well, if you're eating seed oils, which the vast majority of people in industrialized and, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> the vast majority of people in the world, um, you are becoming more photosensitive. You can sunburn more easily. Insane. Really. Now, that really is the same, but, I mean, I guess it, it, coming through your pores, I guess it, it makes – if it's such a – I don't know, like, what – is there any type of – it just sounds like all negative effects. First off, before I go into that, though, like, is there anything <laughs> positive from this <laughs> from this thing? But um, I, I guess uh, before I go into that, uh, what all counts as a seed oil? Uh, just to kind of define it here a little bit still at the beginning. Like, what all is a seed oil? Some, somebody mentioned peanut oil. I don't think that that's – one of the, yeah, I don't know if that's, that's healthy. A, or not. That, that's a seed oil too. Doctor K has got the wrap down here, so I'll let him. Okay, I didn't know one. that that was one. Okay, I'll let I'll let Doctor K here. Uh, seed oil disrespecter. Now, oh man, you're you're pimping me on this. And in, in in medicine, they call pimping when you ask all the questions. So <laughs> I mean, we got a, we got a long list. So um, hold hold on, give, give me pimping ain't easy, is what they say. But uh... I know pimping is not easy. So I want to make sure that uh, I want to make sure I, I read the list in entirety here. So canola rice bran, sunflower, grapeseed, soy, corn, safflower, cottonseed. You know, those are the eight okay. primary ones that are found in a lot of places. But, you know, there are, you know, gray area that, you know, we would not recommend as well. Um, like 
a lot of olive oils are fake. They'll be, really? they'll be laced. They'll be laced with the oil of seeds. Um, you have to make sure you get extra virgin. Um, same with avocado oil. Um, but then a lot of these nuts, you know, people ask us about walnut oil or these, you know, almond oil can be snuck into your, into your protein bars and shit like that. So you have to be careful about the polyunsaturated fats. They're sneaking in all sorts of things. Um, and one other thing I'd like to add in there too, sure. in, you know, in, in terms of seedoilrebellion.com, which is our, um, uh, our uh, uh, simple website that we put together um, for giving people advice on this stuff. You know, we don't recommend pig fat. We recommend cows, but we don't recommend pig fat like bacon um, because chickens and pigs in particular, as opposed to cows, See? have one st- is it because they eat a lot of seeds? Oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. I skipped ahead in the in the, in the, the explanation, but I, I figured that was it. But go ahead. They're, they're fed seed oils in yeah. a lot of cases um, and other stuff, and they retain those polyunsaturated fats. So when you're eating bacon from the store, um, you're basically eating what that pig ate, which is seed oils in a lot of cases. Um, as and we know that, and we know that that will make you sick. Because even like farmed salmon, which you would think would be okay because it's a fish and it lives in the ocean, they're feeding it soybean meal now. And it makes the salmon fat and sick. And then when you feed the salmon to something else, you know, like mice in a lab, the mice in the lab get fat and sick too. So it bioaccumulates up the food chain and we're at the top of the food chain. So now that said, I do eat bacon once in a while because it's like anything else, right? Um, bacon well, it's food, delicious. Like bacon. Yeah. But the one time since I fixed my diet that I started putting on weight was when my wife, who had been a vegan, went crazy over bacon and we started <laughs> overeating it and we both started putting on weight. Yep. Well, so we have, we have an interesting, we have a unique message right now with this seed oil disrespect where we're saying, yeah, eat butter. Yes. Eat beef. Yes. Eat ghee and all this stuff, but don't eat bacon. It's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, you're telling me to eat cows, but not pigs, you know? And that's where the, the particulars of this come in with the seed oils and the omega six. And this also ties into good and ethical farming practices, because if your pig is fed well, chances are it's being raised well. Um, uh, you know, that's not an absolute, but it, you know, it, it's something that goes hand in hand and it shows where we're coming from with this, that we want more ethical farming practices. We want healthier animals and, a, and, a, and an animal that's fed better has a better life and um, is better for you. All right. Now let me play some of these super chats and, and I'll throw out the link. Of course, uh, you, you guys are already in the discord. You can just join uh, the green room, but um, also, also oh, go ahead. Also, go ahead. just hopefully to head off some of the questions that we'll get, if people want more information about this, a company that I'm working with that's trying to solve the seed oil problem, uh, Zero Acre Farms, did a great summit on the, pro- the health problems with seed oils today called thefutureoffat.org, talking about how we can try and change the food, uh, the food chain and help people to get a lot healthier. And it's, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Dr. K connect and his wife collect anecdotes and some of the anecdotes are just amazing. Well, I'm already lo- looking to lose weight for years and like cure it yeah. in a couple of weeks. It's phenomenal. Well, I'm, like I said, I lost a hundred pounds a few years ago. As you can see, I, I put right. most of that back on. Uh, okay. and so, 
<laughs> Not all of it, but most you of it. You yeah, you have to say so I lost hundred pounds. Well, I and, did. I mean, I still like, look. Come on, <laughs> I still deserve a round of applause. I gained it back, but come on. Uh, but yes, uh, I did gain most of it back, but I'm back on it, uh, trying to lose weight. And so I started at what, what did I say? 282 or some shit. Uh, and so I thought I gained a bunch of weight in Orlando, but actually it was 266.8 when I came back and I'm trying to lose uh, as much weight, especially in the next month. I want to look good. I'm getting married on April 2nd. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta lose. I gotta drop at least 20 pounds this month. That's basically, we can, we can, we can help you with this. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So what would be the first? First things you'd want to do, and I'm going to play some of these super chats after that, but I worked myself into this question. Uh, but what, and Lent is coming up. I saw somebody mention this would be perfect for Lent uh, to cut out seed oils. What would be if you were yes. trying to, right? Exactly. So if you were trying to cut back on this or or you're interested and you, and you agree, right? You're, you're starting, your ears are perking up. What would be some of the first steps you would take uh, to cut back on some of these, I mean, I won't say poisonous, maybe, I, I don't know, detrimental oils. Poisonous is fair. Well, the most fattening, according to Harvard University, the most fattening food, the most fattening foods are French fries and potato chips. And that's probably not going to come as a huge shock to anybody. Although I will tell you that they tried to hide the fact because they're trying to, on the other hand, encourage people to eat seed oils. So, you know, I mean, we tried to come up a while ago with a definition for junk food, right? And what is junk food? It's basically seed oils, refined carbohydrates, and sugar, right? Everybody knows that. I mean, that's, you know, a Dorito or a cookie or whatever else. That's pretty much what they are. Start with that. Start with the stuff that you know is junk food, right? French fries, okay. that's easy. I mean, go to, go to McDonald's if you want. Get, you know, get a hamburger, and just skip the fries and the soda, and you're like, that'll make a huge difference. I mean, there's a great movie called uh, Fathead by a guy who did exactly that. Oh. And he wanted to show how healthy McDonald's was. And he went to McDonald's, and he just ate the patties. And he got in great shape. I've actually so heard of that technique. You know, yeah. Huh? I've heard of that technique. Just go to McDonald's. Don't eat the bread. Don't eat the don't eat the fries. Obviously they're delicious, but you know they're bad. Like <laughs> you just taste it in the fry. Uh that this yeah, is well, not they're good. Deli- for- they're delicious because they're literally <laughs> <Is that killing laughs> you? Yeah. Wait, so, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're delicious because they're literally addictive. Right. Yeah, it's like eating eating crack or, or something like that if it tasted delicious. Exactly. Uh, but but instead of crack, they sprinkle a little seed oil on <laughs> yeah. everything. They're like they're like, oh, you got some almonds? Let me sprinkle a little seed yeah. oils on it. Like, oh, free oh, samples. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Seriously, that's why it's in everything. Now, okay, what about you, doctor? Uh, follow up on that. What would be what would be some of the yeah. like quick change? So, you know, first change you can make. The advice that Tucker gave. That's what I tell my patients a lot, which is like the obvious things. You know, if you're drinking ten, you know, I'm in I'm in Appalachia, so they say pop. You know, but I'm from Maryland, so I say soda. You know, if you're drinking, you know, ten sodas a day, you 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 know where you can start. Um, but, um, you know, and fried foods, obviously, you know, fast food and everything, but to be particular about the seed oil message and the seed oil rebellion is look at the oils you're using to cook. Cause if you're, you know, using grape seed oil or something or, you know, canola oil for your eggs, well, you're about, you're about to make a huge difference when you switch to regular butter. So look at your oils that you're cooking with. Um, and then once you are familiar with what is a seed oil and what is not, which you can go to seedoilrebellion.com. You know, we, we, we keep it simple for folks to make it easy. Um, 
what, once you get familiar with just reading ingredients labels, you can start going through your pantry um, and, and look at like, you know, these crackers or, you know, this food and, or this package food in my freezer or something. Um, we actually sell shopping guides on, at CedarRebellion.com now. We have Walmart, Target, Kroger, Publix, um, and, um, uh, uh, and we're, you know, and some other stuff that we're working on now, but, you know, and, and we keep, we're, we're trying to keep make more because uh, keep making more because people just want to go to the grocery store and be like, what can I, what can I buy? Um, and you know, not everyone cooks every day, right? And if you, if you cook every day, you're, you're already ahead of the curve. Um, so, um, you know, that, you, that's, that's the progression. That well, we and take. you guys mentioned bacon uh, and, and beef versus, um, versus pork. Uh, w- would that be a good switch? And, and I think you mentioned salmon, some other meats. What, what if, if you're trying to, uh, fine tune your meat selection, uh, what would be your, your top cuts that you would suggest? Good point. Well, good. you avoid pork and chicken. Really? If you can get yeah, okay, pork. pork. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Avoid pork and chicken. If you can get high quality pork and chicken, that's great, but it's really expensive, so it's not necessary. Beef is probably the best option. Beef, you know, cows have four stomachs, and that helps protect them from consuming seed oils. Because, I mean, you know, farmers know this, right? That's what they feed cows to make them fat, right? If you get grade A beef that's like all fatty throughout it, it's all fatty because they're feeding them grains and seed oils. So, it's marbled throughout. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, right. It does. This, it does the same thing to us. Um, so beef is definitely the best option. Hamburger, you know, again, if you can afford it, grass fed's great, but it's not necessary. Eat some fish. Try and get wild caught fish if you know if you can, but. You know, salmon's probably better than chicken if you can get, uh, you know, if you're eating farm salmon instead of chicken, that's a much better option. Um, it's really, you know, it's not, this isn't about perfection. This is sure. about trying to improve your game. Right? right, and of course, nobody, very few, I would say, it would probably be perfect uh, or, or whatever, but just maybe some uh, some slight changes uh, that, that could make a big difference, uh, I guess is what I was getting at. And what about you, doctor? What would be your, you, you kind of agree with that or you have anything else to add? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, and if you do, like, let's say you buy like some pork and, um, you know, or some chicken, just go lean on it, right? Like drain it out, you know, go lean on the protein and then add good fats. You know, when you hear lean meat, you're thinking like, uh Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the diet zone now, you know? Right. But, yeah. W- but when you're adding butter to it, <laughs> you're adding ghee <laughs> or something, it's, you're it's not, deep you're not fried with an Oreo coating or whatever. Yeah. That's not, that's <laughs> yeah, you're not, yeah, you're not you're not suffering. I mean, it's you know. Um, so we yeah. So you get those uh, <laughs> you get those skinless, fat-free chicken breasts that yeah. taste like cardboard. <laughs> you know, you put some butter on them and some salt and pepper, and all of a sudden you're talking a nice yeah, meal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you're you're ecstatic. I mean, it's excellent. So you know, for so you know, the take home would be beef is safer, and the other ones go lean and add healthy fats. And I, and I see some people uh, mentioning bison. I, I actually still haven't had bison, shockingly enough. I almost had it a million times. But I had goat the other day, which I'd never had goat before. Uh, but I had biryani, which I'm I love. I'm going to get goat pilled. Yeah, I'm about to get goat pilled, dude. It was delicious, actually. Goat's and I, delicious. Yeah, I'd absolutely. never had goat before, and I love biryani. And I'd had, like, every other style of biryani except goat. And this place that I went to had goat biryani. And I tried it, uh, uh, Tucker, and it was great. Uh, what were you going to say about goat? I, I didn't know how good it was, actually. No, goats, you know, 
goat is the term for goats a ruminant it's got four stomachs just like a cow or a bison so or lamb you know lambs yeah another great i've had option. lamb plenty of times yeah yeah so those those are all very healthy fats because they're because of the way their stomach works they're protected against whatever seed oils they might be fed most lambs grass-fed anyway so that's a really great option um right. and that will you know help you start to burn this stuff off and get you off the roller coaster where you're, you know, cause I mean, it, it's pretty clear at this point that this is also what's behind diabetes, right? So if you're eating too much seed oils, it is going to affect your body and make it insulin resistant. And that's what leads to diabetes. And they've shown in people that if you take them off just seed oils, their diabetes starts going into remission pretty quickly. And then, yeah, and you, you can know, get rid of diabetic, diabetes for if those. You're diabetic, you need to cut back on your car on your carbohydrate intake. Well, but for those, hopefully, if you, huh? No, I was just gonna say for those who don't know, might not be familiar. I've never had diabetes, believe it or not. Even though fat fuck, uh, but my mom did have diabetes, and she, cha- you know, she passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, but rest she changed. Peace. She changed. Thank you for that. She changed her diet and and lost a ton of weight. Uh, and. She stopped having diabetes. Basically, they went oh, away. Wow. It goes away pretty much if, if you get healthier. Uh, so it's not something that's that's terminal. Really, you can you can turn that around. Well, up until a couple of years ago, they you know if you went and asked a physician with respect to Doctor K, can I put my diabetes into remission? And they would say, no way, it's not possible. And there were big studies that came out of you know major hospital systems showing that it just never happened. And then there were a couple of doctors who advocate a low carb, low seed oil diet. And they, you know, they found a billionaire who bankrolled them and they started this company called Verta and they just started putting diabetes into remission left and right. Right. And those are their two main well, I didn't believe you could do it either. I was under the impression yeah. that you had diabetes forever. And, uh, type 2, yeah, some people mentioned in the chat. Uh, there are some diabetes. Type, I think you can't, type 1 diabetes. You can't get rid of that. It's is not curable, right? right? But you can improve it a lot by improving yeah. your diet. But type but, 2? Yeah, type, type 2, people can people put it into remission now and come off their drugs all yeah. the time. Yeah, and like, and like I said, I, I remember my mom telling me this because I was startled. I was like, what do you mean you don't have diabetes? I thought you had diabetes forever. I but uh and of course technically they would still check her blood sugar and stuff like she needed it even though she didn't uh right because it was gone uh but they would still you know they had their protocol and everything but it it can pretty much go into remission or you know kind of go away there uh and okay now let me let me play some of these super chats because this is a fascinating topic to me i could literally talk the whole time uh but they pay me money for them to talk so uh i will (laughs) i will let them uh get a couple in how about uh uh-oh there we go Clifford sent $3. What's your favorite budget recipe? That's not a bad question. What's your favorite? Hamburger. He really yeah. can't. Rice. Rice? I, yeah. for, for, for lunch today, I had hamburger, rice, and cheese. That was the main event. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. And we eat a lot. Uh, you know, we saute, uh, my wife and I, um, peppers and onions, and then add in some ground beef and, mm. you know, some soy sauce, some spice. It's delicious. 
Now, yeah, what could, a, eat that, could eat that all all the time. Now, yeah. you know, grains and stuff, bread, of course, you know, they say cut that back, but what would be a good choice if you were, like, do they put seed oil in the breads and, and stuff too? Or, like, how, how does this work? Yeah, a lot of them. You, you, just have to find, you have to find one that doesn't have it. You know, look at ingredients, Google it, look around. Right. Um, yeah, so we've got on our shopping guides, you know, ones that don't have it. Um, and you, you could also start being a bread maxer and totally bread pill yourself and start baking it at home. <laughs> oh, it's so, so much better crazy. too if you do that. So but, yeah, go ahead. I, um, I, uh, real, real quick, I don't want to be too story time here, but you know, we changed the oils we were using at home almost 15 years ago. But part of my origin story with this account was I went full disrespecter six months ago because I plugged back into this world and realized that you shouldn't even eat this shit like casually. Right. And, um, What's crazy is that like I lost a lot of weight towards the beginning and then I haven't weighed myself, you know, in months. And then I weighed myself recently. I'm eating bread. I'm eating dairy. I'm enjoying adult beverages here and there. And I actually have been like, I, I lost 3% more body fat <laughs> in the last four months. Um, when you're not even trying. Yeah. And I mean, I'm adding food back in and I've lost you know, I went from, you know, 18% to 15% or something like that. I've lost like more weight. It's crazy. I've lost over like 20 pounds and I'm a skinny guy. So it's like, it's exposed me It's exposed me as a twink or something, you know, like I'm totally freaking, you know, you have to start lifting. Man. I know. Yeah. Once I graduate residency and afford it, I'm going to be crushing bison and just eating tomahawks all day and gain 30 pounds of muscle. I'm serious. Dude, season two of SOD is going to be intense. All right. Now let me, let me play the next one here. Okay. Hold on. For some reason I couldn't see it. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here's cerebral fiction. Go ahead. Cerebral friction sent $3. Do you Sorry. guys follow a Ray Pete inspired diet? And are you guys also against omega threes? Ray Pete, explain so, that if you guys know what that is. I don't. So I'll, I'll hit the first part, but um, so I knew nothing about him until I made this account, and people talk about you know how he, he's pro sugar and anti seed oils and stuff. Um, so I'm not really familiar with him, but um, you know I'll let Tucker talk about the omega yeah. stuff. Ray Pete's a very controversial guy. He's a bit of a genius. Uh, I was lucky enough to interview him last fall. Um, so basically, Ray Pete's message is the worst thing in your diet is polyunsaturated fats, omega-6 or omega-3, right? So he's against any sort of omega-3 supplementation, which I agree with. He does recommend that you eat some fish because you do need to get a little bit of both of these fats in your diet, but you can do that by eating meat and fish, right? That's, that's the way God intended you to get these fats. Um, now he goes, he says that once you do that, then you can start eating more sugar. Um, I had a lot of dental problems growing up, so I'm not a big fan of sugar. Um, and I haven't really looked into, you know, I, I got off the sugar train when I was 18 years old, so I have no desire to get back on it. I love the but, sugar train. You know, as I said before, there are people who eat a fair bit of honey, these primitive tribes in Africa, and, you know, they get like 80% of their calories in honey season from eating honey. And they don't get fat, they don't get diabetes, they don't get the heart disease. So Pete's definitely onto something. I'm, you know, I'm super happy being off the sugar train, so I'm going to stay that way. But yeah, he's he's a really interesting guy. Every time I read his, reread his stuff, you know, I kick myself because I'm like, God, if I'd only understood this 10 years ago, it would have saved me so much time. 
So I think the take home for this is that, you know, we, you really need to reduce the omega-6. You need to eliminate the seed oils. Um, seed oils break the engine, and then sugar is like pressing on the accelerator. So if you fix right. the engine, you know, you can, you can really, you know, dog out that uh, hot rod up a bod you got there, you know, more so. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean crushing ice cream every day is healthy, but it means there's something there. There's something going on there that seed oils ruin. Um, so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, you definitely have more of a tolerance for sugar if you quit seed oil. All right, now let's see. There's a few more here, actually. Now let me make sure I didn't miss any. Uh, let me read this one, actually, now, and I'll reload these. I see a couple on uh, Odyssey. Chaos X, thank you uh, for flipping the coin there on Odyssey. I appreciate that, brother. Epstein Didden says, Nightshades like potatoes and tomatoes and tobacco and eggplant, etc., are poisonous in part or whole, and they are the biggest cause of arthritis-type arthritis pain and results in opioid prescriptions and shorter painful life and all kinds of shit. And then he said, thoughts, question mark. Well, that's a huge spread, right? So, yeah, tobacco is definitely toxic. Don't smoke tobacco. Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> um, but you know that. I'm not talking. I knew that. Yeah, right I now. did know that. Yeah. Um, there are some people who have real immune reactions to nightshades like tomatoes and peppers, but it's not super common, and it's definitely not what's causing. We have an epidemic of arthritis in this country. Um, I mean, things that are common now, like ACL tears, nobody knew what an ACL tear was before 1970, right? It didn't exist. Now, 100,000 people a year get ACL tears, right? And that's not because of peppers in the diet. The mechanism of that is pretty clear, right? When you eat seed oils, they go into your cartilage, they change the composition of your cartilage. Seed oils are very susceptible to what we call oxidation, where they break down, and the things that they break down into are very toxic, and one of the things that they most effectively break down is your cartilage. So that's, you know, and the drugs, you know, we don't have any effective treatments for arthritis, right? Arthritis continues to progress, and you know, but the treatment that we have for it, the COX-2 inhibitors, aspirin, NSAIDs, what all of those do is they present, prevent seed oils from breaking down into inflammatory substances in your body. That's what causes the pain of arthritis, right? Are the fats, the omega-6 fats and seed oils breaking down inside your body. Now, because we can only block the pain and the inflammation side of it, we can't yet block the damage part of it. If you want to try and fix that, you're actually going to have to fix your diet. And Dr. K also had an inflammatory condition and really? has seen some pretty impressive improvements. Maybe he can tell us about that. Yeah, tell us a little bit so about a few, a few of them. Which one? Are you talking about my bowels? Are you talking about my bowels, Tucker? Let's not talk about your bowels tonight. How about your How about your head? We'll start at the top end. Oh yeah. So I okay. That's that's a good one. So um, and it's funny. Like I didn't really put this all together until I was talking to you about this. But I've had really painful migraines since the age of thirteen, and uh, and um. Uh, when I first had one at 13 in 1996, so I like to tell my patients when I'm making my patients sign a controlled substance agreement so they can get, you know, some narcs or something um, or norks. Uh, uh, you know, I, I explained to them how in 1996, when I first had my really painful migraine, my 
my dad just like, Hey, you want half a Percocet? You know, cause it was 1996 and yeah. your dad would just give you half a perk. You know, that's how it works. Right. So, but the nineties got to love them. Sorry. I had really, I had yeah, exactly. So I had really painful migraines and like I told you, I switched my diet significantly 14 years ago, not completely, but significantly. And I was about maybe mid twenties at the time. And by my late twenties, they weren't as painful anymore. And you know what? I never gave it credit, but looking back, I really changed the amount of oil that I was eating. There was a big difference in how much fast food I was eating those things. And so I'm actually looking forward to seeing what happens to my migraines, this inflammatory, um, uh, uh, at least, you know, inflammatory related condition. Um, you know, cause there's genetic components to things. There's inflammatory, you know, environmental components to things. Um, so I'm really interested to see what happens with this, but you know, we, we have to talk about bowels too. Um, so I think this is important. Um, you know, well, but just but before we go on to that yeah. topic, let's just wrap this up. So before you say, okay, it's just one guy, there's a doctor, Christopher Ramsden at the, in- the national institutes of health who has just wrapped up his third study looking at removing seed oils from the diet as a treatment for chronic migraine pain. And it works and it works better than any drug that we have. Yeah. I mean, this is, Man, like the reason why memes are working so well with the seed oils, the seed oil concept is because it is ridiculous and over the top and sounds, it doesn't sound real, but it is. The fact that head to toe, you could choose, you know, your brain, your eye, your, your mood, your joints, your skin, your heart, you know, pick, 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 pick anything, right? And, and there's something there to it and uh, well, because it's inflammatory. Well, I was going to say, the more I hear you guys talk, the more it just sounds like, you know, this, this is a positive impact in, in every aspect of your health, basically. Yeah. Uh, if you cut back or yeah. get rid of uh, these as much yeah. as you can. You know, it's daunting. It's daunting to think about how it's all over the place, but it's delicious because you can make food that tastes great. We're not telling you that you need to eat, you know, salads, you know, right. with a bunch of like, you know, you know, the, the old meme of, of, of dieting was like, oh, I'd eat salads. That's it. Well, you eat know, a salad, eat salad yeah, yeah. with a bunch of seed oils all over it. So no wonder they were starving and miserable. All right, go yeah, ahead, Tucker. Know, I think you were going to say something. Breakfast this morning for me was a leftover hamburger, three, uh, three eggs cooked in butter, and it was delicious. Does that is that bad? It sounds <laughs> yeah. pretty good to Do me. Do I look unhappy about <laughs> the breakfast I had today? Yeah. All right, now let me play a couple of these. Gordzilla 37. Godzilla sent three dollars. There's no way that's not Chuck Norris. <laughs> no. Oh, man, Sorry, dude. Not Chuck Norris. <laughs> that's exactly what Chuck Norris would say if he didn't want us to know that that was him. All right, now. Chuck Norris. Chuck. <laughs> no. All right. Now, let me see here. Well, let's see. Okay. I'm trying to make sure I get these in order. Okay, here we go. Brazilian, what's up, brother? Is he going to play? Maybe. There he goes. Brazilian Hugh Hugh sent $3 rule of thumb, trust food that existed for 500 years. Meat, butter, cheese, wine, fruits, olive oil. Avoid vegetables slash seed oil like a plague. Embrace tradition. Our Brazilian correspondent there, great guy. Uh, yeah, he nailed it. I would say you guys probably agree with that. Any, any follow-up? Totally nailed it. Yeah. The only problem with olive oil, and at futureoffat.org today, they had a scientist who's been doing a lot of research on that, is that the olive oil market is 
corrupt and they cut olive oil with seed oil. So it's really hard. I mean, good olive oil is a good thing, but you know, you're, they cut it. Sounds like you're talking about. Sounds like you're talking about cocaine. Like they they really cut this, you know, three or four times, oh, yeah. or with some bullshit. It's, it's late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They cut well, it with fentanyl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, no joke. They have the same problem in the avocado market, and it's the Mexican drug cartels that are now running the avocado oil business. So they know the what? drill. You want to make more money? Cut it with crap. <laughs> Tucker, you know, I'm like, now we have to like watch our backs. Like I'm gonna have to start. Carrying a careful. And, and you know, put it put putting a jack, flak jacket on or something, man. Well, you're so, in hey, Kentucky. You're good to go. Here's, here's Tuck Norris right there. Oh man, it's not working. The El Chapo of seed oil. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen that. He's got the Uzi. Oh my god, how did you do that? that fast? <laughs> no, no, I, no. Um, someone else did that and sent it to me a while ago. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a face swap app or something. Yeah, yeah. And they, they swapped you and. um you know, it, it. I got that blur set up, so it's not working well. But it, you know, it's funny. It's funny enough. So there you are. It looks pretty good. Yeah, Face App, I think, or whatever. Yeah, it works pretty well. By the way, shout out Cactus Kirk over on Cash App Dollar Sign Sunset Squad. He says, "Hope you had a good trip. Glad to have you back. I had a great trip, but man, I was ready to get back. And what's funny is I'm probably gonna have to drive to DC tomorrow for that thing with Dawson. But uh, yeah, it's good to be back. I, I was talking to them. I think it was. I don't know if the show had started yet or whatever. But it's just a lot easier." Uh, to do the show here in the studio, I feel more comfortable. I have all my gadgets and lights and and all that stuff. So yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, and thank you for your support, brother. Uh, all right, now let's see here. We got some more. We got more. Believe it or not. Okay, uh, Fucko, go ahead. Fucko. Fucko sent ten dollars. Good to meet you, King. Down with Good seed oils too. and carbs. Hamburger and rice sent three dollars. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, no. You know, the, the, the bro science, you know, the right-wing bodybuilders, they were right, just hamburger and rice. Actually, no, a lot of those folks were doing chicken and rice, and we're telling them, no, eat the hamburger. So we're trying to well, they were WBBs. They were doing chicken because it's super low fat, and they were trying to get cut, and that definitely works. Yeah, but. yeah exactly. Uh, hey, everyone, be, care- be careful. The FDA is watching us. <laughs> uh, that's them. So oh, good. We're, 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 Yet another so alphabet agency watching us. And they're going to be like, hey, fetal disrespecter, what's your address? Please, I want to know. Just add them to the list of alphabet boys. Okay. Uh, watching the kill stream. All right, now let me pull this up. Here we go. <laughs> Markov sent $3, no joke. Fasting around 20 hours a day and just eating a big dinner will make your yes. body drop around a pound a day. That's true. Oh, seven, Ralph can't wait for the IFPAC documentary. Thank you so much. Uh, and I've been releasing those just as standalone interviews, but I probably am going to do some type of documentary thing uh, like I was talking about before. Uh, but, yeah, when I lost all that weight, uh, now, of course, this is an extreme uh, tactic, but I just ate dinner, basically, uh, for, for that time. Yeah. Uh, and, again, you know, you have to get in the right mindset to do that because, you you know, you are hungry <laughs> for certain portions of the day. Uh, but if yeah. you just eat oh, dinner... Well, go the ahead. The problem is you can't you can't do that forever, right? You right. Can't be it doesn't forever. It doesn't hold up. You can lose a lot of weight that way, um, but it's very easy to gain it back. Yeah, back. yeah. It's very easy to gain it back. Uh, I mean, I've been you know. I've been weight stable. When, so when I fixed my diet, and I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, you know, I I basically dropped seed oils because of the cancer and skin cancer thing. And I was just like the spur of the moment one day. 
and I dropped, I was probably 20 odd pounds overweight. I dropped those 20 pounds in the next two months like that. I mean, I knew, you know, one day I put my pants on, I buckled my belt and I let go and they fell to the floor. And everybody at work was like, dude, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Cause you know, all the people I worked with knew all the health problems that I've been having. And all of a sudden I like lean right out and you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. And I see Godzilla, by the way, saying, saying he he's done that for decades. I mean, you can do it, uh, but it just takes a hardcore uh, commitment. Uh, and of course, if so you drink what, a lot, starve yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's tough. Uh, I will say drinking uh, drinking a lot of water. Uh, there's ways to modify it though, where you don't have to do. Technically, you're not doing the full thing, but if you eat fruits during the day, drink a lot of water, uh, it makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, it's yeah. It's but tough. you know what? You can't fool your body over the long term. Yeah. What do you think, doctor? So uh, you know, it, it's important. Like people will, some naysayers will listen to what we're saying and be like, "Well, you're just eating less," and it's like. Well, in some ways, no shit, you know, but what we're saying is that these seed oils are making you hungrier. Like what, like right now I eat two meals a day, you know, like Mark Sisson talks right. about, right? Two meals a day. Two meals and, is much more doable, by the way. Yeah. The two meal method. Yeah. But I'm not miserable. Like, you know, it's, it's 10 to right. PM right now. And I don't feel like I need to go grab a snack or something. I'm just going to already brush my teeth. I'm just going to go to bed. Right. Um, there were many not, nights I'm, where I went to bed hungry on the, on the one meal, <laughs> one meal a day yeah, method. I, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I don't experience hanger anymore. Um, it's just a different, I just, it's like, I can eat now. <laughs> and the <laughs> thing know, is, and when you get hungry, it's like he said, it's not hangry. You're, you're like, you know, it's like, you're not ravenous. Right. I used to get the shakes, right? It was miserable. And you know, cause I'm stubborn when I would get the shakes, I wouldn't eat cause I knew my body wanted to eat and it was just very unpleasant. And now when I get hungry, it's just like, you know, your stomach's like, please send some food down, sir, please. Or it's just like a little ping and rather you're like, than you're like, no, you know what? I don't have time right now. You'll wait. And that's it. And that's, you know, you skip, I mean, I've been out backpacking with my wife and we wake up in the morning and we're just like, yeah, we're not so hungry. Let's just, you know, let's go hike 10 miles and then we'll eat, we'll eat lunch yeah, we'll eat, after that. Yeah. And it's and, rewarding. Like when you get to the food, yeah. you're like, yeah, this is great. All right. Now let's see. Uh, now there's some that popped in. I'm trying to make sure uh, that I get them all in They're They're coming in out of order. Okay. Now let's see here. Giga Ninja who set this up. Shout out to him. Giga Ninja sent $3 or siete fellas. <laughs> Very good, sir. Thank you so much. All right, now let's see. An excellent uh, choice for guests here tonight. And it helped me out a lot because I had no, no show coming back. Uh, so it was all already set up for me. So uh, round of applause for Giga Ninja. Well, it sounds tonight. like you got a real catch there with your fiance, man. So listen to her. She already knew. Like I said, I talked about this at the start. She literally already knew. Uh, and, of course, you know, you mentioned walnut oil and, and uh, some other stuff. Uh, she doesn't use that either because she's actually – allergic to tree nut oil mm -hmm. or whatever the hell it's called tree nuts but tree nut yeah. oil i think would 
would probably do her in too. Uh, so she doesn't use that either. But yeah, she'd already been cooking without seed oil uh, and all the meals that she prepared. Uh, but like I said, I didn't even know that this was a thing at all. Uh, and when I mentioned this, I think I was on some show the other day or did a, a show on the road and I mentioned this uh, and there were some people like, yeah, seed oil. Like, oh my God, this is bullshit. Um, all right, now let me, uh, let me play a couple more of these. Very good responses tonight. Thank you guys for the support. Joey Jojo, go. Joey Jojo sent $3. What about sweeteners and about diet soda? Is it worse than soda made with cane sugar? A little bit off topic, but if you guys want to answer. Well, I really don't like sweeteners and diet soda, and they make my gut very unhappy. And I virtually never drink. You know, look, the second most fattening food we eat after seed oils is liquid sugar. So if you're looking to cut weight, that's those are the two soft targets. Um, if you're going to treat yourself once in a while, I mean, if I'm going to have some ice cream, I have some ice cream with sugar. I don't mess around with any of these yeah. artificial sweeteners or anything like that. But I just don't eat that much of it. Well, you might as well just, yeah, you might as well just have have the sugar and ice cream. Uh, but, yeah, I remember um, my dad used to say this, don't drink your calories, basically, uh, is, is a great way to lose weight. I mean, that's... You know, sodas, juices, a lot of juices are not as really as healthy as they say, and just beer, of course, stuff like that, too. Uh, replace well, that. orange juice has more sugar than right. Coke does. Yeah. So. It's great, but it's, like, not healthy. <laughs> it's not I, healthy. I, I, I like soda with liquor. You know, well, nice, I've been nice known to dabble myself yeah. uh, with that as well. Yeah, but you're you're probably not drinking a liter bottle. <laughs> no, no. no, just a little a little touch. Hey, but you know what? We can we can pin this whole conversation. You know, this whole dilemma of fake sugar and sweeteners and all. So we can pin the guilt on seed oils because, like, if it wasn't for these, you know, this this engine lubricant that is making us hungrier. And, and making us fatter through wanting us to eat more sugar and everything, you know, we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't even be talking about these nasty, you know, would, would fake sugar even exist if it wasn't for seed oils? Probably not. Cause we would just, no, eat you wouldn't eat it. I mean, the whole fake sweetener thing was, you know, cause people were like, I mean, look, look, drinking sugar is fattening, but it's not nearly as fattening as seed oils are. So yeah, that's, but yeah, it wouldn't be, I mean, Coca-Cola has been around for a long time and the obesity epidemic didn't really take off until they started telling everybody, Oh no, just eat seed oils and cut back on all the rest of the fat. A lot of which they're now figuring out is protective against obesity. So full fat dairy protective against obesity doesn't cause heart disease. All this stuff that they've been telling us a lot of it's baloney. Well, they do try to blame most of it on sodas uh, these days. You see, like, oh, this is the the reason for the fat epidemic, and people were raised on sodas. By the way, I was like, I you know, I'm not saying I was healthy uh, drinking all those sodas, but it, it does seem like they kind of shifted. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, me too, man. I, I you know, I'm, I, I, um, you know, I was blessed. I always said I'm blessed with a weak stomach, so for a lot of things, you know, including alcohol, I just, you know, I don't overdo that often. Um, but um, yeah, man, I grew up crushing Mountain Dews. And I remember when Code Red came out, I was like, oh, hell yeah, it's delicious, you know? Uh, but yeah, it was a, I, was, I was the kind of kid that would find a sun-kissed in the, in the garage in the summertime. And I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's hot. Ooh, you know, it's like burning. You're like, oh, 
So what's funny is I used to drink when I was a kid. uh, I didn't like Coke's cold. So I would drink. I mean, they would still be like room temperature or whatever, but I would just drink them like room temperature. I wouldn't drink cold Cokes. And now, of course, it's like if I drink a, a Coke like that. But when I was a kid, I used to just drink Cokes. At 68 degrees or whatever, house temperature, not even in the refrigerator, uh, which is crazy, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but I had a taste for it when I was a kid, and now I don't. Uh, all right, go ahead, Super Trip. A sneaky Radroach 117 sent $10. How do you feel about the carnivore MD diet, especially in regards to utilizing organs and not just the meat? What do you say, doctor? Paul. Paul Saladino is a good friend of mine. He's I've been on his podcast twice. He's uh, probably actually my two best podcast interviews were with Paul on his podcast. So go watch those. Yeah, I'm a big fan of organ meats, um, organ meats, uh, shellfish, oysters, clams, super nutritious. I mean, what do they call uh, liver nature's multivitamin? So, yeah, absolutely. What's really interesting, though, is I find when the rest of your diet gets more nutritious, you know, like since I moved out here to Idaho and started eating a lot more beef, um, Idaho is the best beef in the country, by the way, just so you know. I've heard that. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, I eat a lot less liver, because, I, and I think it's just because I'm getting enough nutrition from all the beef that I'm eating. So that's, you know, stuff like that, you know, a lot of it's you get – if I crave liver, I eat it. And then sometimes I'll buy it and I'll look at it and I'm just like, I can't touch that stuff. So you really got to listen to your body, but yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff. No question. When it comes to the, um, uh, uh, you know, seed oil disrespecter diet or way of life, you know, it, it isn't a diet. It's just whatever you are eating. Uh, we would recommend that you're not eating seed oils and that you're low in omega six. So in terms of carnivore, you know, we'd recommend that carnivores are not eating conventional pork and not eating convention, you know, conventional bacon and basically slunking corn oil indirectly or something. Um, and you have folks actually Tucker could speak to this. You know, you have folks that that can lose a lot of weight and can, you know, they take their foot off the accelerator by doing carnivore, but they can still have some risk factors for some serious diseases um, uh, by still eating pork that is raised conventionally. Um, so, you know, seed oil disrespect is for every diet, even if you're vegetarian, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, but um, it's important to keep in mind the dangers of seed oils, even even if you get healthier in a lot of ways, but to keep in mind what the dangers of seed oils are, even in the context of a carnivore diet. Yeah, well, I think what Dr. K is referring to here is a lot of cardiovascular disease risk factors are directly downstream of seed oil consumption in particular, I'm thinking of uh, one of the measurements, LP little a, which is supposed to be one of the better measurements of uh, risk, quote unquote, from cholesterol. And there's uh, a woman I'm acquainted with who pretty much ate nothing but pork and had very high LP little a and was thought it was genetic because physicians say it's genetic. And I said, you know what? that's probably because of all the pork that you're eating and all the seed oils you're getting secondhand. So she did an experiment and switched from pork to beef, right? Carnivore switched from pork to beef and her LPA cut in LP little a cut in half in like a week. Yeah. So, I mean, just, so yep, this explain what LP, LPA repeat that again for those half. who don't know what that is. Repeat LPA what that is again. 
LP little a is a marker of a very uh, atherogenic type of cholesterol. And what LP little a is, is cholesterol that is carrying toxic seed oil metabolites. That's literally the definition of what it is. So not surprising when she cut her seed oil consumption by switching from pork to beef, her LP little a went down, which is exactly what you would expect based on what it's made from. So to, to, to give a little perspective on that too, and to, just to restate it to drive it home, we're talking about heart attacks here. We're talking about clogs in your arteries. We're talking about, oh, help, I've fallen, I can't get up, my right. chest hurts, right? Instant death, that type of shit. And why is that happening, right? And if you go to the doctor and they're going to check your, your lipid panel, your cholesterol right. panel, they're going to talk to you about LDL, they're going to talk to you about triglycerides, they're going to talk to you about all these things. But there's other stuff that is not tested routinely, but the researchers are looking at in terms of what's really important and what is being associated with this stuff. Um, you know, more of this, you know, cutting edge of research, this LP little a thing. And it's highly correlated with the omega-6 intake. Well, it's funny and you it's mentioned... important for carnivores and everybody. Well, as I say, you mentioned some of the ones I had heard of, right? Triglycerides, lipids, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, so that's why I had him say that again, because I, I had never heard of that before. Um, I mean, again, I'm not an expert, so, <laughs> you know, there's probably are people who have, uh, but I hadn't. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, go ahead. That's why Dr. K and I need each other. He he can, <laughs> I nerd out and then he can translate it. He's a doctor, so he knows what I'm talking about and he can translate it. Yeah. To layman's terms, yes. Yeah. All right, now let's see. Now this is not on topic, but you can answer if you want. Iverson sent three dollars. Is... Are either of you vaxxed? I don't know why. Uh, you can answer. Yeah, I got the J&J one because it looked like the least harmful one. I know some people who might. Wife is a nurse, and she had a vaccine requirement, so I went and did it with her. Yeah, it, it was it was required. Yeah, Let's say you I'm, probably I'm had a, to. I'm a, a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a resident doctor. You know, I joked around um, uh, that you know if this was the lose your taste and smell disease, I'd be <laughs> like, oh hell, do you have a vaccine for that? You know, do you, you got one of them vaccines? You know, so like I, you know, I, I yeah, I I, I did but, it. Um, yeah, my wife and I had both already had COVID, so I didn't really care about whether or not I got the vaccine. We got it right off the bat. All right. Now, off topic, I could have skipped that one, but I went ahead and let it go through. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. If you Okay, now let me let me ask this next one here. Let me let me turn this on. Um, we'll take callers, too. We got a few in the call room. If you want to get in there, get in. Um, we'll take some callers. Go ahead, Black Phillip. Black Phillip sent $3. The problem is when you eat out, you don't know what they are cooking with, probably seed oils and in unsanitary conditions. Five Guys Burger sadly uses seed oil. He'll probably Olive Garden does too. Many such cases. Now you're talking about, oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, and how would you even know? Like, so, uses what? All right. Uh, the seed oil disrespecter will tell you right to your face that Five Guys buns that have a trace amount of seed soybean oil don't count. It just doesn't count. It might say <laughs> it on the website that there's a little bit of soybean oil in the bun, but it actually doesn't exist. It doesn't count. So if you go to Five Guys and you get a double, just don't get any bacon on it because they deep fry that bacon and peanut oil, and you eat it, you're totally cool with me. Really? Yeah, because it's it's such a tiny amount. Skip the fries, skip the soda. Yeah, skip the fries. Get, skip a, the soda. get a burger and coffee or something like that. Yeah, and enjoy it. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a, that's a trace amount. You know, you're probably going to get more omega-6 by eating a bunch of peanut butter every day than you are by, you know, eating a little bit, you know, in the bun on a weekend here and there. Not probably, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right, now let's see here. We got a few more, and we're going to take those callers too. Let me do this, and we'll hit the next one. Brazilian, go ahead. Oh. Oh, I didn't hit the button right. Okay, now let's do it. Brazilian Hugh Hugh sent $3. We have an organic seal on some products here. A bunch of olive oils are indeed BS. The good unfiltered ones are expensive, but it's better to eat less, spend more, better quality, than eat a lot, always hungry and unhealthy. Uh, what do you say to that? And also, a couple callers dropped out What when I said I was about to bring him in, so I don't know what the fuck that's about. But I see one caller, and I'll bring him in next before he drops out. But go ahead if you want to follow up on that. Talk no, about I, I totally agree. He's totally right, right? You, you're better off paying for quality food up front, and then you'll avoid the doctor's visits later on. I can't tell you, back before I fixed my diet, I was so sick. I mean, Dr. K mentioned bowel disease. I had irritable bowel disease for 16 years. I used to have to walk around with a roll of toilet paper all the time because I never ne- never knew when I would need it. That went away in two days. It was unbelievable. I just could not believe that my 16 years of illness ended that fast. So, yeah, you, you know, and then a couple of years later, I fired my doctor because I was like, <laughs> I was like, everything I was sick with is better and you didn't fix any of it. <laughs> and I liked the guy, but, you know, I was very happy not to pay him anymore. What, what's interesting, too, it's not just the seed oils making you sick, but like the, the narrative here is true that we've been hammering is that how seed oils ruin other foods. I used to think that I couldn't put cream in my coffee in the morning because it would irritate my stomach too much. Well, I don't have a problem with that anymore. You know, I'm like, oh, I need black coffee in the morning because my, my stomach can't handle it. Now, now it's totally fine. I have a long drive to work. Um, I, I have like an hour drive to work, you know, for, for family reasons, right? Um, and so I was, you know, I'd make sure I got up early enough. I had to make sure I didn't eat the wrong thing or drink the wrong thing. And, uh, you know, so I would have a nice, comfortable drive. Now I can put cream in my coffee and bring it with me and drink it on the way. And it's, it's just not an issue anymore because yeah. I don't eat seed oils. That's the difference. All right, let's take a caller. Uh, we got a few more super chats too. If you want to get those in, uh, after we take a caller, we'll hit some more of them up. Uh, and then we'll do another caller. So that'll be uh, the order of operations there. Uh, let me make sure I read this right. Deitus? Deitus? Deitus, I think, right? Uh, go ahead, sir. You're on the call. You have to speak, though, or else it doesn't work. Also, that's my air conditioner buzzing. i got to turn that son of a bitch off. Uh, okay, deal. Let's uh, try to get back in there. Uh, let's see. Frankie X, are you there? Oh, my God. Somebody's audio is going to work. I can just feel it. It's not happening yet, though. Um, Frankie, are you scaring all your, uh, all your callers away? I guess. I don't know. Um, no, no. All right. Frankie? I'm not Chuck Norris, guys. Yeah, what's it's the fuck? Okay. All right, well, we'll try those guys. See if you can fix your audio. Uh, Elg, you call in all the time. You should be there, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to no. get up and turn my fan off, so or my air conditioner off, but go ahead. Uh, how eggs have been treated over the years. Of, oh, they're good for you. They're bad for you. They're good for you. They're bad for you. What what about that? Is that the question? Um, well, yeah, yeah. That how uh, health um, 
from various sources, you know, how they keep on flip-flopping on that. Yeah, there was never any evidence that eggs were bad for you from the get-go. I mean, even, you know, there's this dude, Ansel Keys, who was this scientist who came up with the idea that seed oils lowering your blood cholesterol would cure your heart disease. Even he's generally credited with the you shouldn't eat eggs argument, and he never believed it. So this is like... It's like one of these memes, <laughs> Dr. K, with a, <laughs> that like gets into people's yeah, heads. Yeah. It's like a zombie meme. You can't kill the thing. They actually found a guy. He was not in perfect health. He was a little crazy. He was institutionalized. But the only thing he would eat was 25 eggs every day. And he'd been doing it for decades. And he was in perfect health, perfect blood cholesterol, other than the fact that he was nuts. So, yeah, I would say don't eat 25 <laughs> eggs a day. It might make you go crazy, but it's not going to give you a heart attack. And the problem is a lot of it is statistical BS, right? You've heard the phrase lies, damn lies in statistics. There's a lot yes. of politics and a lot of ideology that goes on in nutrition science, and that would be a whole nother show. But there are a lot of people who are really motivated to try and convince you not to eat animal foods because effectively – basically because of their religious beliefs and they will use all sorts of statistical tricks to try and fool you into thinking that they have good evidence that things like eggs are going to kill you. And they don't. Um, oatmeal. Why? <laughs> Is that, okay. Yeah. For real. That's a, that's a no go. You want to eat oatmeal, knock yourself out. I mean, yeah. again, if you're diabetic or you're overweight, then cutting back on your carbohydrates is definitely going to be a good thing. But other than that, you want to eat oatmeal and you're not gluten sensitive like I am, knock yourself out. But why? You're not an oatmeal respecter, it sounds like. <laughs> no. I, mean, I, used to, I used to love oatmeal but then when i figured out i'm super gluten intolerant i can't touch this stuff that's my one no-go and once i got out of the habit of eating oatmeal because most of it's contaminated with gluten you know why would i go back to eating horse food right i eat eggs and people food every day Go ahead, yeah, but if you want to, if it makes you happy, I used to make oatmeal with butter and cream and um, what else would I put in there? Nutmeg and cinnamon and a little bit of salt and whew, it was heavenly. I used to uh, crush so cream uh, of wheat as a kid. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on, caller. Go ahead. Go ahead, doctor. Oh, I used to crush cream of wheat as a kid. My mom would put sugar in it. I'm the sugar head, so yeah, I love that stuff. Give me, give me some, give me some cream slop. I've had that Crush before it. myself. Uh, go ahead, caller. Uh, finish up your thoughts. Uh, rice over, say, like whole wheat spaghetti. I, I'm a big fan of white rice. I wouldn't eat the brown rice. Um, I mean, the whole point of white rice was to take the omega-6 fat that's in the brand that makes the rice go bad out. Brown rice is a processed food. They have to preserve it so it doesn't go rancid. Right. That's why they took that. That's why they took the brown off was because it stores better and it also makes it healthier. So, you know, again, I I can't eat pa I can't eat wheat pasta or anything with wheat, barley or rye in it. So that motivates me. If you don't have that particular problem between those two things, doesn't make a huge difference. Wheat's probably a little better from the amino acid perspective. You know, it's like a 
wheat is basically a meat substitute effectively. So, and if you can eat it and you do fine with it and, you know, it's not going to affect your, you know, you're not a diabetic and you're not overweight, then I do find it tends, supposedly it's a lot healthier if you're eating it with a full fat dairy diet. So, you know, file that one away. Yeah, it's not it's not one of those things I'm saying like, yeah, eat it all the time every time you have dinner or something. But it's something that, you know, it stores, it, you know, and you can yeah. have it, you know, every once in a while or whatever is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, I go, you know, I do backpacking with freeze dried food and we bring rice noodles along, um, you know, because I can't do wheat, but I would do wheat noodles if I could. I miss gotcha. soda yeah. noodles. <laughs> again, again, it goes back They're to the, the gluten thing. Yeah, I know people with the same deal. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing when, when you were saying with the uh, the honey, um, it could just be uh, certain uh, ethnic uh, foods or genetic um, uh, makeup, possibly. That's what I'm thinking. No, there's – you know, I saw, I saw an amazing um, – they were talking about the genetic diversity of the human species. It's smaller than the genetic diversity in a single group of chimpanzees, right? Humanity went through a huge bottleneck and there are some dietary differences, um, but it's not the sort of thing that's going to make, you know, every pop, every single population when their carbohydrate intake goes up, they start getting cavities. And that's the first sign that, you know, I like to say to people, any food that rots your face is not healthy. <laughs> and sugar will rot your face. Honey will rot your face. It doesn't, it's not going to cause some of the other problems that we have, but, you know, it, it's not a super healthy food for anyone. So they were, they were. Caller, real quick, the, last, last yeah. point, because I got to get these in, but go, but go ahead, get your last thought up. I didn't say they, they were getting the 80% of their calorie intake or whatever from honey. Yeah. And, and the, were their faces rotting? Now, there's, there's another group. Yeah, there's a group called the Hadza in Africa, and you can read about them, and they eat a lot of honey, and they get cavities. So that's why I quit sugar, because I had so many cavities as a kid. I Finally, I was lying in the dentist chair, and he said, you know what? You don't want to come in here anymore. Stop eating sugar. And I was like, well, God damn it, I'll do anything to stay out of your chair. And I have had one tiny little cavity in the subsequent 35 years, so... Thanks, Doc. I really appreciate it. He did me a big solid there. Caller, thank you so much. I appreciate you getting in. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right, now let's see. Great questions, by the way. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, all right, now let me go here. Uh, okay, let's see. There's a couple more. Let me do this. Player one, go ahead. Player one sent $10 dare to say no to seed oil. Ralph, you'd be the coolest guy in school with that bull's hat in the 90s. Thank you. I actually got this to wear uh, to Orlando because I'd gotten some new Nikes and, I, and and all this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the Jordan style from the 90s. Then I left my, my fucking hat. So I had to wear it tonight, though. Uh, all right, here we go. Brazilian with another one. Brazilian Hugh Hugh sent $3 fasting. Easy if you take potassium, magnesium, water with a teaspoon of salt. If you have headaches while fasting, you're dehydrated. Take the snake diet recipe if you're in doubt. You can do it, Ralph. We're all going to make it. The snake diet, we, we looked at that one night. Um, I think it was an exaggerated version of the snake diet. Any, any thoughts on fasting? Doctor. 
Yeah, anybody wants to win, doctor. So I, I think fasting works because you're just taking a break from slonking seed oils, right? <laughs> for, for the average person, right? I mean, it, it, it's funny, but for the average person, that's probably true, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, when, once you're adjusted to not being hungry all the time from, from seed oils, uh, you, just, you, you just don't experience hanger. You know, fasting can be effective. You know, having that metabolic flexibility, you know, I think metabolic flexibility, that's been a meme over the years, but metabolic flexibility is probably also synonymous with just not eating fucking seed oils. Like, it's, it's and metabolic flexibility going. means you can switch back and forth between fat and carbohydrates. So you yeah. don't get hangry if you can switch to fat easily. And yeah, it's, exactly. he's right. It's a basic symptom of, it's a basic sign of good health is being able to do that. And I used to not be able to do that, and it really stunk. Mm-hmm. And now that I can, it's just like, you know, it, I don't really care what I eat anymore. Now, what's I a sign that you can do that? switches back and forth. Well, what's a sign that you you can switch back and forth? Like, how do you know that you can't, and how do you know that you can, I guess? You'll feel like shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay. the runners call it bonking. It's when you literally, you run, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a runner, so... If you run a marathon, you hit what they call the wall at 20 miles. And that's caused by your body runs out of carbohydrate storage and you can't switch to fat. So you literally, the gas tank goes dry. And lots of runners, including world record holders, they say once they get, you know, once they fix their diet and they get their metabolic flexibility back, the bonking just goes away. And there are guys who've run 100 miles on an empty stomach. And what we're saying is that seed oils play a role here. <laughs> yep. All right, now let's, yeah. let's see. Giga Ninja, now we talked about this a minute ago, but you can follow up some more if you want. Giga Ninja sent $3. Is in and out safe to eat? Oh, is in and out safety. Okay, hold on. That in spe- specifically, I don't know if you guys have any info on that. So it's a good segue. Like, no, most of, these, most of these fast food places are not safe to eat. So I made a big deal recently about Buffalo Wild Wings. They, they used to be the king. The, the Buffalo Wild Wings fryers used to be the king because they use 100% beef tallow. But their brand is no longer solid because they have some location somewhere. And then also, and, you know, someone sent me a message in Canada, their boneless or their, yeah, their boneless wings are fried in soybean oil. So, you know, I, I think your local Buffalo Wild Wings, because, you know, we're talking about in and out we're talking about where can I just go get some fast type food, right? Um, you know, most places not safe, um, but to 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 highlight one that a lot of locations might be safe. Buffalo Wild Wings is a good example that you can get. But but all you the, know, my, the, the, the the sauces are laced. The sauces a lot of times are like pure soybean oil or something. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he's you know, he's absolutely right. But I mean, my go-to road food is to go into a fast food place and get a burger, no bun, no fries, cup of coffee. If they have lettuce and tomato and maybe a little bit of ketchup, that's a decent meal. Because, you know, again, even if the burger's on a griddle where they put a little bit of seed oil spray on it, it's a tiny little amount. And if, you know, you got to eat, you got to eat. Now you, yeah, mentioned, you survive. now, you mentioned spray. What about uh, some of these sprays? We talked about grilling earlier. They make a PAM that you spray on the grill uh, and stuff like that. Does that have seed oil in it? I'm sure it does. Why? Why? Well, I mean, I'm assuming you know, it does, that's too. That's what butter's for. Right. Well, first off, if you're grilling on charcoal, you shouldn't be spraying anything on the grill, True. right? If Sometimes you're frying in a stick. pan, you should be using butter or, you know, coconut oil's fine if you don't mind the coconut flavor or, 
some decent olive oil, which you probably shouldn't waste on front pan anyway. Mm-hmm. I know. Or ghee. Ghee. I saw somebody ghee. else mention yes. ghee, and I know that's. Um, I talked about eating biryani uh, earlier. I know that they they use ghee and, and stuff like that. And I, and I saw Lard also mentioned uh, earlier in the chat. I don't know what you guys think about that. So first, explain ghee, and then maybe Lard. So ghee is butter that's clarified, which is the proteins taken out. So it's like a pure. Sometimes, and this is not common, but in an ingredients list, you'll you'll see butter fat, which you're like, wait a minute, I thought. Thought butter was fat, Redundant, but it's, yeah. ghee is the um, uh, is the pure fat portion. All right, now lard is that better too or Tucker? We were talking about that earlier. Tell them about yeah. The, the, prob- the problem with lard is the problem with pigs. They ah. feed them junk, and they accumulate it in their tissues. Um, I mean the diet that they use to make animals obese in labs is lard and soybean oil. And, you know, so lard's tough because, I mean, you know, lard gets back to bacon, and if you save bacon grease, which I used to do until I finally gave up on it, you know, you'd I'd leave it on the counter. Yeah. And sometimes it would solidify. That means it's got a lot of saturated fat in it, so it's going to be a healthy fat. And then sometimes it would just be like, mushy gross liquid sitting on the counter and that's just junk junk fat junk lard and junk bacon um so yeah lard if you can get really high quality lard and there are sources then yeah for sure go for it same you know but again hard hard to find it's expensive so all right, now let's good. see here or go ahead if you had something to follow up on well if, if you find good lard invite me over your 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 wife's the baker she's maybe i should just send you some and she'll send me those homemade uh thin mint cookies she's been talking about yeah she's talking about make like making some girl scout cook style cookies so we'll i will be posting those to the timeline all right now let me play this one groomer remover sent three dollars disrespector please start a telegram I enjoyed your content before I got banned off Twitter. Oh damn! Telegram. So, uh, what's Telegram? I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like a spiritual boomer in some ways. Like, Tele- like, like a, it's, a, it's a Twitter. It's a Twitter replacement. Kind of. Yeah. They promised they'll never. I don't know. I'm sure you'd get banned from like being a child pornographer on there, but they promised like, to be a lot. He's more, like, "Hey, uh, can you please yeah. join Getter? Can you please join <laughs> the Truth Social app? I really would love it if you were on there." Yeah, Telegram is. Um, I, I'd say Telegram is pretty pretty cool overall. It, it is hard to get banned over there. It can happen, uh, but but it's hard to get banned and. Um, it, it's um, Twitter replacement, but also it has a lot of capabilities. You can live stream on Telegram. You can do a oh, lot okay. of stuff on there. So yeah. um, it's a pretty cool app, actually. Yeah. So so for for me, like Twitter just comes naturally. I just shit post and, and comment and like it's all natural. Like someone the other day asked me like, hey, how much do you charge for a retweet? And I'm like, huh. you know, and, and no judgment if you do, uh, but I'm like, no, I don't. Wait, I should people I charge for retweets. Yeah. Um, Cause everything's natural in there. Like a lot of my, you know, I, I only follow 69 people because that's funny. Um, and, uh, and you know, uh, you know, I have a main that I don't even use anymore. Um, that I follow like maybe almost 2000 people or something. 
Um, but that's private now, you know, to protect all those tweets that I haven't deleted yet. Um, but, um, uh, you, you know, uh, Twitter just comes naturally to me and that's, you know, a lot of stuff spontaneous, a lot of memes are spontaneous. Um, uh, and, um, uh, but you know, I, I, we have, I have an Instagram, you know, which can be cringe for a lot of folks, but I, I, I use it as a, you know, archive for memes because the memes that I'm making are not just to influence you person listening to this because person listening to this is a highly motivated individual that wants to do wonderful things. Um, but also to help your family. Like what, what can I send my brother or what can I send my cousin or my dad or whatever, you know, Oh, this is funny. What's a seed oil sunburn. What are you talking about? You know um, it's about how do you, how do you grow this and, and spread it? So yes, I, I have an Instagram so you can go and find those memes that might got lost on Twitter, but I, I will look into other avenues because, you know, I would like to, you know, make this work as broad as possible. Well, I see Mark Kampf with a with a TTS. I'm not going to play it, but I do see it. He's mentioning the vaccine again. I shouldn't have let that one go through <laughs> earlier because it's a total just like curveball. It really doesn't have uh, anything uh, to do with the discussion here, uh, but there are some hardcore uh, anti-vaccine people, uh, and I haven't taken it myself, full disclosure. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I understand their mindset for sure, but also, and again, I'm the host, of course. I'm, I'm supposed to be the diplomat. Uh, but yeah. I don't think because somebody took the vaccine, you're just like, oh fuck everything they ever said. No, no I'm I'm a, I'm a resident physician. You like, had to you take. Know, it. I was, yeah, like, and I'll be straight up. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, right. I completely understand. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and again, uh, me. No, I don't. I don't feel like talking about, it. dude. I want to talk about other yeah, things. I feel you know, you. if we want to talk about C O V I D, you know, you know, <laughs> seed oils, metabolic syndrome obesity has led to the most you know devastating effects from seed oils so there you know um, yeah that's that's in fact absolutely true and that's why the companies the countries that are having the highest mortality rate from covid are also the most obese companies countries because companies you said it right the first time <laughs> countries, countries yeah no, um, no basically companies now but yeah go ahead the first what causes what allows COVID to kill you is something called ARDS, acute respiratory distress syndrome. And what causes ARDS is the fats from seed oils being broken into toxins in your body, specifically something called leukotoxin that causes all the symptoms of, of ARDS, causes the clotting effects, the cardiovascular damage. So yeah, absolutely. If you want to protect yourself against bad outcomes and you're looking at, you know, this is a long-term game, by the way. I mean, the time to fix your diet is not when you're in the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. It's too late then. But yeah. to play the long game, you know, because the flu can give you ARDS. You can get ARDS from lots of things. And that is the clearest path I've seen hey. in this whole thing. Wait, why are we even talking about this? Didn't Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live just told us that it's over? Right. That's what I thought. My bad. My bad. <laughs> well, and again, look, it's um, it's just, it's not really pertinent to to what we're discussing. Now, I understand, uh, and I'm not putting down the audience or whatever. Certain segments want to talk about that, and that's yeah. fine. But that's not really no. Fine. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm an opinion respecter. You know, I right. just I saved the district. Well, I'm at, you know, I haven't taken um, it for but, a reason, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. So, but you know, but to, to be you know, just to put you know, to be frank, like. 
I am happy that we can move on and talk about things like seed oils. I want to, I want to take up all the air in the room and talk about seed oils. And, and, you know, now that Saturday night live has gave the, right. gave the, the, okay, you know, yeah. we can, end, we can end everything well, and move on with our life. And also look, he doesn't have to say anything, but the guy's a doctor and there are certain things where you're just going to give up everything you want to do for your life for, for one well, thing. Yeah, I, so I made I made that decision for me. Right, that's what I'm um, saying. Like, and again, and, yeah, you don't yeah, have to yeah. extrapolate. I'm just saying, think yeah. about uh, you know certain people's positions or, or whatever. It's not uh, an all or nothing thing for me anyway. Uh, all right, now let me go ahead and uh, take a caller. Uh, Big Tech, go ahead. Oh, hello, uh, Ralph. What's up, the doctors? Um, medical question: uh, Are there any Vegetables that don't have seed oils. All vegetables don't have seed oils. They they only get seed oils if you put them on them, right? Even if you're eating things that they make seed oils from, like corn, have a corn on the cob. You're going to get a little bit of omega six fat. It's not going to be enough to make a difference. So yeah, just eating yeah, just eating regular old vegetables. Um, as long as you're not buying some weird package of something. Um, you know, you, it, it's going to have a little amount of omega six, and that's normal. It's normal. Yeah. Eating corn, eating two corn on the cobs with some butter on it, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you eat what five tablespoons of corn oil is what ninety eight ears of corn or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. I mean, nobody thinks of corn as being a fatty food, right? They've got to use a refining plant. It looks like something you'd use to turn petroleum into gasoline to get oil out of corn or soybeans or whatever else. Um, so yeah, you get, knock yourself out with the vegetables, put butter on. Okay. All right. That's crazy. <laughs> all right. So no vegetables have seed oils. All right, good. That's good to know. What about, um, pickles? Knock yourself out, man. Well, man pickles are delicious. All right. What else you got? Those are, those are safe. Hey, those some are people safe. like cucumbers better pickle. Yeah, those are safe. Okay. Come on, Dave. And um, plastic. Does plastics have seed oil in it, or can I eat that? Uh, don't eat that. Thank no, you. Don't eat plastic. <laughs> Thank you, Big Tech. I Cig- cigarettes don't have seed oil. I'm glad you double checked on plastic. Ah, uh, that's not okay. true. That's <laughs> not true. Cigarettes have seed oil. Are you serious? Wait, what does? Yeah, c- cigarettes. Oh, I didn't so know that. Whole- Here's a little side topic. Okay. Why is smoking bad for you? Because smoking has toxins like one called acrolein, right? The other way you can get acrolein is by heating up seed oils. And that's why cooking oils are listed as a carcinogen by the International Association for Research into Cancer. And that's why women around the world are having increasing rates of lung cancer because they are cooking with seed oils and seed oils cause lung cancer through the same mechanism that smoking does. So yes, don't use your seed oils for cooking. They're carcinogens. <laughs> All right, big tech. What Thank do you think you. about, what do you think about swapping out something else instead of the seed oils? Like, are there other oils? Like can we use motor oil or something? All like right, get out of here. Thank you, big tech. I appreciate that. But what, you know what, in a serious note, what would be, say you're used to using, I'm going to try to run with this. Say, say you're used to using seed oil, or this is something that you've enjoyed your whole life. Maybe we're talking to some seed oil respecters here. Uh, what if they really enjoy it? What would be some good things? We talked about it a little bit already, but uh, maybe just a little short uh, 
aside, what would be some good things to switch it with? Yeah, so we, we memed this. We call it the simple six. So beef tallow, which is beef fat, right? And that's the only meat-based one. The simple six is actually half of it's vegan. Five out of six of them is vegetarian, right? So uh, beef tallow, butter, ghee, which is the clarified butter, coconut, and then extra virgin olive oil or avocado. Um, and Kind of uh, in that order. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And, um, you know, those are great. You know, why are those good? Because it's high in saturated fat or it's high in monounsaturated fat. Why are they not bad? Because they're low in linoleic acid. They're low in the omega-6. Um, so that's how you that's how you break it down there. If you live on a farm in the middle of nowhere and you're a homesteader and you know you got walnut trees and all that shit going on and you don't have internet and and you know and you haven't invited me over to your house and you've got pigs that are super healthy, well, knock yourself out and I hope you have a feast and invite me. Um, but the stuff at the grocery store is probably not good. All right, now let's the ba- see. Yeah, the bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's sorry. All right. <laughs> All right, now let me. Uh, here goes another one. We're gonna take these callers. Can fish respecter sent three dollars? Top three can fish. I'm a can fish respecter too, especially too. I'm a can fish respecter too. I love can fish. I'm I'm total uh, sardines yeah. in water. Yeah. Typically, they're packaged in some crap oil, so Oof. I get them in water. It's and better. I don't really, I mean, you can get salmon and mackerel and other stuff but i love sardines so that's pretty much the only one that i buy sardines and tuna definitely two two of my mainstays i saw somebody else mention mackerel uh right before you did um well at the same time but they didn't have the audio at first but what do you say doctor um so i i don't know any brands off the top of my head actually it's been months since i've had that i used to i hit that up a lot towards the beginning of the uh towards the beginning of the thing but i've got um I, I memed it, and canned fish enjoyers are actually part of the original Knights of the Round Table. Um, <laughs> so if you look, if you look at that right there, can I know it's 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 reversed, but the, can, the canned fish enjoyers. Uh, yeah, it's not <laughs> I see it right there. Yeah, yeah. in the corner. <laughs> yeah, um, you know they're the ones. Uh, they're the ones that are there. So, but you know, Buffalo Wild Wings is no longer the king. So we got to figure out. Uh, <laughs> we we the sod realm does not have a king right now. We got to figure that out. So. All right, now let's see here. Uh, there's one more, and then we'll take uh, callers. And if you want to get some more in, uh, throw those in while we take the calls. Uh, but one more before that, and then we'll wrap after that. Star Spangled Blazer sent $3 thoughts on resveratol, turmeric, cumin, collagen, red tea. Black teas consume a lot this since I was 23. I'm 37, and people think I'm still in my early 20s. What do you say about that stuff? Resveratrol is a waste of money. The other stuff all sounds like it tastes good, so knock yourself out. Now, yeah. why is it a waste well, of I'm, money? I don't know about this stuff, and, and either one of you can take it. So I, I, I sound like a real asshole about a lot of this supplement stuff because I'm like, look, try, like, getting your omega-6 levels back to pre-industrial seed oil levels and then tell me whether or not something's good. So, Well, he did uh, have you know, co- yeah. he, he had collagen in that list, and I'm a big fan yeah. of collagen. I put collagen in my coffee every morning, that's so that's a definite thumbs up. The other stuff, black tea, turmeric, cumin, you, if you like the way it tastes, knock yourself out. But I don't yeah. think it's going to keep you alive. And resveratrol is definitely a waste of money. So don't even bother with that one. 
you know, I'm also a lived experience respecter too, man. If you sprinkle a little bit of crack on something, no, crack, <laughs> you know, if you sprinkle a little bit of some supplement on something that makes you feel good, then knock yourself out, you know? All right. Now let's see. We have some callers. Let's try some of these who didn't work earlier, uh, but we'll try them again. Dallas, can you hear us? Oh, no. So, man, we are looking at some other options. Discord, especially on a phone, for some reason, it's just, uh, it either works or doesn't, and it seems the problems go up exponentially if you're trying to call in on a phone. Uh, be like type, are you there? Yeah, hold on, let me mute the stream. Sure. All right. How's it going, guys? It's going great. Yeah, so uh, seed oil, I heard that's uh, pretty bad. We yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, yeah we've um, heard that too. What's your I question, caller? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering um, if you guys felt any uh, physiological effects uh, from seed oil because when I first uh, stopped eating it for about a week, I ate a cheeseburger with some soy mayo in it, and I had a pounding headache, uh, and I almost fainted. Uh, when I stood when I stood up, which is very uncommon for me, uh, and so this like sent me into a rage, uh, basically about seed oils. But you guys are probably familiar. Just wondering. Well, thank you for calling in. By the way, if you want to hang around while they answer. Yeah. Oh no, I'm here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. Doctor K. You're the headache expert. I mean, the shit's toxic, you know, and everyone, you know, mileage may vary, and. You know, what, what, what other, you know, what other diet, like you go back and like you, it's that obvious, you know what I mean? And, and, and seed oils are such a unique perspective. You know, you can look back to your parents, your grandparents and how they viewed dieting. This is really different. You know, look, I'm telling you to eat butter and not eat bacon. It's like, wait, why? Like, wait, what? You know, it's just totally different way of looking at things. But, um, you know, it, it's it's reminding you what's going on. So, yeah, you're getting that you're getting that seed flu. <laughs> seed flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and it does it does feel like uh, feel like the seed flu. It's to the point where, uh, yeah, man, it's like like you were saying earlier, eating it casually. Uh, it's just not an option for me because I, I think especially when you stop eating it, it's like your body uh, is not used to it anymore. So you're not being yeah. like dragged down by the toxin, right? So I don't we were know. Talking, that, we were talking recently about you know using the word allergy if you're at a restaurant or something, and you know if you're going to really be you know a stickler for the word allergy as a doctor, it's like, Oh, that's a type one hypersensitivity reaction mediated by IgE. It's like, Oh, well that doesn't do anyone any good. Allergy is the, you know, the, the term everyone uses for an adverse reaction that makes me sick. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean anaphylaxis and your throat closes up, uh, you know, or, or something like that, or your, you know, blood pressure drops, but, but it's an allergy. It's an adverse reaction makes me sick. So don't feel bad to say, Hey, you know, I'm an allergy to that. <laughs> you know, I have an adverse reaction to that. It makes me sick. Um, you know, for, uh, someone actually tomorrow at work, someone's going to be buying food for everybody. And they messaged me and someone else about, Hey, did you want the this or the this? And it's one of the first times that I was just like, Hey, you know what? I'm on, I'm on a special diet for medical reasons. And, um, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm good. I appreciate it. You know, but thank you for offering. And if they asked me, I'd be like, Hey, look, you know, I used to have high blood pressure and IBS and, and, you know, maybe I'd make up a few things too and be like, and it's all gone now. Right. Um, that's a big fucking deal. Right. You know, that stuff makes me feel sick. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I guess I have to, I the I want, response to Mayo that you had is pretty severe though. That's not, Generally, seed oil causes a problem for me, at least at the other end. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're eating something and it makes you feel like crap, then don't eat it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, I guess one thing, too, that I thought about, and I'll just float this. Uh, the idea is not all the way together, but uh, I got some chewing gum recently, and I looked on the back because... As I started chewing it, I could get this weird feeling in my mouth, and I could recognize it as palm oil because I I had that feeling when I ate high chews. Uh, when I stopped eating seed oils, I could feel this aftertaste, and I could t- tell it's not food. And um, yeah, the chewing gum made me think. As a teenager, right, I always chewed gum in situations where. Uh, you know, I'm going to go hang out with my my GF or something or try to get girls right in high school. And then I was like, wait a second. How many times was I smooshing girls with a mouth full of palm oil? And I got like an association with uh, sex and seed oils. And it's like very twisted. You know, who's behind seed oils? That's that's a question. Thank you, sir. Demons. Definitely <laughs> demons. They're, they're eldritch horrors. Definitely the demons. Unholy prophets. They put these collars up to their calls, too. All right, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Dude, does gum even have seed oil? Maybe it does. I, I don't know. I actually don't know. Palm, palm oil is actually one of the better oils. Okay. We haven't really gotten into that, but it's up there with olive oil or avocado oil. I mean, I don't personally care for the flavor of it, but it does have a lot less of the harmful omega-6 fats than some of the other oils. It's got a lot more saturated fat in it, which is why they use it for, you know, deep frying and chewing gum, I presume. But it is in chewing gum, which I didn't know until he said it, and I just looked it up. By the way, uh, Dale has said he's trying, but it's it's not letting him talk. I'll try to give you... um, The special role... Dr. K's eldritch demons are keeping him off. Yeah, I'll I'll try... Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll try to uh, wraith uh, hanging around here, keeping you off. All right, I'll try to uh, give you the call and fix roll, uh, and then I'll bring you in again in a minute. Hopefully, it works. Like I said, Discord and phones and calling into the show does fuck it up sometimes. Uh, Frankie X, go ahead, man. Can you hear me? Yo, can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, Discord just is like does not work on the phone. Um, I'm always at my shit ready, but the one time I'm on my phone, yeah, it did not work. But um. So I have a couple of things here. Uh, I have, uh, there's this book, Ray Comfort, the evangelist. He wrote this book called Nine Foods That Jesus Ate or Recommended. I know, Ralph, you were talking about um, Lent before. Yeah. Which is a great time to sort of do all this, like, fasting, giving something up. That's what it's all about, right? Fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. So nine foods that Jesus ate or recommended. I'm just going to list them off. Raw honey, butter, fish, lamb, veal, Salt, eggs, bread, and figs. And uh, obviously, you know, they didn't have these. The the industrial seed oil problem is a thing that's happened most recently. But if if you actually go through all those foods, um, you see, like, just, like, raw honey, for instance. Like, raw honey has, like, 
glucose oxidase enzyme, you know, like the God enzyme, which is like, you know, it's super good for you. And it has like all kinds of food preservation properties and stuff like that. So that's really, that's really cool. Um, did you guys have anything to talk, um, of those nine, did you have anything to talk about? I, I think you just blew my mind, man. I'm going to be, I'm going to be going to sleep tonight thinking about all the foods that Jesus recommended. Now repeat the nine recommended. Yeah. Now go first off, repeat the nine real quick and then I'll, I'll get their take. Yeah. So raw honey, butter, fish, lamb, veal, salt, which is like insanely important. One of the most important ones, eggs, bread, and figs. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It, it's good with Jesus. Of, you know, that's not a me. bad diet. Yeah, there is a book out there, Nine Foods Jesus Ate or Recommended. Um, being such a nerd, I did actually read the whole Bible a few years ago, and what, and I couldn't help myself but, like, making note of all the foods that they mentioned, and most interestingly, the progression of disease as, you know, the Bible continues. Because, I mean, you know, Adam's sons apparently lived for a thousand years or whatever, and then as people moved along through the Bible, the lifespan got whittled down. Seed oil. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so there is actually, I forget which book in the Bible it is, but one of the early sets of dietary rules forbids people from eating most of the fat from animals. And in historical fact, they did at that point switch to things like olive oil and, um, Sesame oil was big in that part of the world back then. And you do see an increase even in the Bible in things that sound like, you know, from Methuselah to the, uh, the Israels, the Israels who went into the desert with Moses, they lived to 140 years. And then later on in the Bible, they talk about guys who are 80 years old and blind and can't walk. Right. That sounds like diabetes to me. So there's a lot of interesting stuff in the Bible I mean, what he just described, and again, I'll say it the second time, he forgot the wine. Um, right, wine. <laughs> so Definitely. I guess it's 10, but, um, you know, that's not an unhealthy diet, what he just described there. Yeah, and uh, also part of, uh, well, there's, you know, there's prayer and then there's fasting. I wanted to talk about fasting for real quick. I have to shield this because... And it's funny, ironically, like to shill fasting because, you know, in in nutrition, everybody has a a regimen, a book that you have to read, a program, something you have to buy, a diet plan. Fasting is the opposite of that. Every society, every ancient society, every religious society fasted, had their own holidays, fasting times. They all fasted. And I was fat for so long and nobody ever told me about this absolute superpower. This is a secret superpower. I guess this is I wasn't invited to the club. No one told me about this when you're fasting. Right. So. So if you if you are really hungry at night, if you're because that's when I get the most hungry, you know, I'll, I will, instead of eating, I'll have, you know, I'll have sleep for dinner, right? As the poor say, I'll have sleep for dinner. And then magic happens. You wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I was so hungry last night, I must be famished. No, magic happens where when you wake up in the morning, you're no longer, you're not hungry for a while, actually. So what you're talking about, yeah, you, me and my wife will go hiking 10 miles in the morning. We're not just hungry, we're not hungry. Yeah, that makes sense. Even if you were really hungry, uh, at night, that's when I get the most hungry. Twelve hours before I break my fast is when I'm like dying, you know. 
Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. they call that intermittent fasting as opposed to like long-term fasting. I'm a big fan of that. I mean, we were talking before about metabolic flexibility, which is forcing your body to burn fat. Well, not eating is the best way to do that. <laughs> or maybe not yeah. the best way, but certainly the fastest way to do it because, you know, it doesn't have a choice. And then as you do it more and more, you know, it becomes less and less of a big deal. So, but... Caller, thank yeah, you so I'll, much. Great call. Yeah. By the way, finish up. Thank get you your so last much. God bless. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. Uh, if you have a few couple final words or whatever, final thoughts. Uh, oh, I was going to say, well, food hits so much harder if, when you haven't eaten in 24 hours. That's the intermittent fasting thing. Um, also, I think breakfast is kind of like a scam, um, unless you're doing, like, a lot of hard work. <laughs> like, I understand, like, if you're waking up in the... Like the, the ass crack at dawn to go plow the fields, like, and then yeah, you're gonna need some carbs or something. You're gonna need some some a hearty breakfast so that you can you know go and then eat lunch. But like, uh, I honestly, who they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Ninety percent of my life, I did not eat breakfast, and I've been I'm all right. So yeah, yeah I always got breakfast. You don't need to have breakfast. So you your breakfast disrespectors too. Right? Breakfast disrespectors, correct. <laughs> I mean, some, some people like it. I, I like giving my guts a break. I drink coffee in the morning and, you know, I, I, in a perfect world, I would eat lunch at like, or eat breakfast at like 10 a.m. or something. If I, you know, if I was independently wealthy, I would just probably just eat around 10. All right. And yeah, I mean, breakfast is kind of superfluous, honestly. Uh, like the caller said, um, if you're going out working hard, yeah, you might need something. But if you're, you mm -hmm. know, I'm, I'm sitting at a desk or, or whatever, working at, at an office, you probably could get by until around lunchtime without eating. Uh, all right. Now let's see here. A couple more callers. Uh, and then we'll wrap. Forgotten American. Go ahead, sir. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going great. All right. Well, I just got a couple of things real quick. And sure. that is, um, firstly, I heard a lot of talk of, you know, Omegas, you know, you know, six and I think nine was mentioned or whatever. Like my, my real question is, is like, I'm a huge vitamin respecter. Okay. And uh, I take a lot of, uh, you know, things for heart and brain, and everything else. And obviously one of those major things, like other than like CoQ10 and like garlic and vitamin uh, A is, you know, fish oils, cod liver, these things, that, that is omega. So either I'm just tarted and confused or are we talking about the same thing here? Omegas? Like, can someone help me out here? You're speaking about them as if they're like bad, but as you know, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what you mean, but maybe one well, of them. Talking about the guests. The yeah, guests right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why I was hoping they. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, real. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll do a quick intro. So, um, polyunsaturated fatty acids. Um, a lot of these omega acids. So, you know, a lot of people are familiar with omega three. Um, you know, your your doctor might have told you to supplement with them. Um, <laughs> might have told you that it's good for your brain and it's good for your heart. So you understand that you know omega and a number. It's a polyunsaturated fatty acid, and it's important, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so the knowledge that you already have in terms of what it is and, a, you know, a number, how much it is, helps yeah. people understand seed oils and the fact that omega-6 is way over what we should be eating in a huge number. So I just wanted to lay the foundation oh, there about, okay. the, about the nomenclature, about what we're calling this stuff. But Tucker take it yeah so there are basically three types of omega polyunsaturated fats there's three six and nine 
your body makes nine all day long. So you don't need to worry about that one. Um, you need a little teeny bit of three and six, right? So mm-hmm. I, yeah, a little teeny bit. So ideally you're getting it through your diet. I don't recommend supplementing with omega threes. Um, because the fats can go rancid in the capsule and you can't taste it. If you want to supplement with something like cod liver oil or fish oil, eat it with a spoon. And if yeah, I take Norwegian, uh, uh, like uh, fish oil, that's in, that's a liquid and it's a small amount. So I consume it and it doesn't have time to go bad. So sorry. There you go. So when I fixed my diet years ago for like the first I think I was really deficient and I won't go into why I think that, but I started trying this um, cod liver oil and literally for six months, I couldn't go to bed at night without having a spoonful of this stuff. And my daughters had absolutely no interest in trying it. And then after six months, I totally lost interest in it and I haven't had a touch of it ever since. And I think it's just because I was deficient and I needed it, right? So supplementing with fish oil long-term doesn't really seem to do a heck of a lot and just you know vitamins and antioxidants and things like that in general i'm really a big fan of having a healthy diet where you don't need that stuff i think if you're specifically deficient in something then yes you should take it but you know generally the only thing i take is as i mentioned before collagen in my coffee in the morning and that seems to help, but I mean, it also yeah. makes the coffee taste really good. So that's not. Yeah, I was going to tell you, you should take MSM. It's really good for uh, connective tissues and cartilage. I take that every day. So cause I used to be a boxer well, and whatnot, and I shredded okay. myself up pretty badly, and it helps me. But um, best, anyway, uh, Ralph, can I ask, can I ask like uh, one, one more? Wait, oh, wait, wait, I will. But go ahead, uh, Tucker. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no. The best thing you can do for your connective tissue and your cartilage is avoid omega six fats outside of what you get in your food like the plague okay oh well good to know thank you um and also real quick is uh i'm a midwest boy and i grew up really loving uh peanut butter on a lot of things okay and Mm. i thought i might have heard some peanut butter disrespect so i'm also here to defend peanut butter banana peanut butter now yes yes um and for all the poor boys out there you know about peanut butter and it'll get you yeah peanut butter is like one of those staples if you're poor for sure yeah 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 so so tell me here doctors am i I making the wrong move or what wait hold on go ahead tucker yeah, peanut butter was my favorite food yeah. growing up, and I grew up in Connecticut, so I feel your pain there. But, you know, again, it's super high in omega-6 fats, and I find that, you know, if I have peanut butter in the house, mm-hmm. I just I eat way more of it than I really need to eat. So That's the problem that's, with it is true. I always <laughs> eat too much. And you think, oh, especially you put it in a banana. I talked about that. Ah, oh, just a little dab here or there. Well, it's, if you really did just a little dab, but what it ends up being is more of a, like a glop, you know what I mean, instead of a dab. Uh, and, yeah, you can really scarf down way more of that shit than, than you had planned uh, originally. Uh, yeah. I have noticed that that's a problem. But what about peanut butter in general? Does it have, you know, does it have seed oil, or is that like a... Uh, yeah, the dangerous stuff. Right. Is it, do I have to stop yeah, eating it, or what? Yeah, peanuts peanuts aren't great. Peanut butter what, isn't great. I mean, that's oh, what makes it spreadable is the peanut oil. Right. And peanut oil is one of the worst oils. That's kind of what I was thinking. Oh. Oh. Sorry, dude. 
Sorry, Chick Chick Fil A's off the menu. <laughs> well, um, one one like Seven small thing week. I was just gonna say is like for anyone who actually wants real, honest, good foods, um, because of where I live, rural, um, I'm friends with Hooterites and Mennonites from farmers markets. Oh wow! And I can actually go out, and I have a family friend who's a bison farmer, about a mile down the road. So I actually go buy cuts from him, and he's actually brought over cuts for you know Christmas and things of that nature. Not everybody has has that luxury i understand that but i can tell you guys i'm not a doctor or anything like these fellows but i can tell you big time that you got you get you befriend people like hooterites and mennonites at like your local farmer market like local farmer markets you will get the best you know butter the best eggs and yes chicken as well that's like good for you nice. um yeah. so yeah i just had to make that statement and other than that i'm pretty much good and uh thanks for having me on a good show ralph thank you so much i appreciate that nice. uh and that sounded delicious actually talking about your friends there yeah i was gonna say party at his house <laughs> no, i need to make a bison few, barbecue yeah i need a few new friends myself all right we we have uh a couple callers here uh see you last Super chat, unless one comes in while they're talking, and we're almost... Player one sent $5 when you cut seed oil 100%. Uh, you will be high for life. You'll be high for life. I think he means high for living, not necessarily you'll be high all the time mm-hmm. uh, for, for life. Uh, although maybe... <laughs> Uh, all right, now let's take a caller. Decker, go ahead. You don't. By the way, you don't have to mute yourself when you go into the green room. It automatically mutes, uh, and then I can just pull you out. Can you hear me? I was muted, and then he unmuted himself, and now he still can't talk. All right, we'll try him again uh, after chat of chads. Go ahead. Hi, I was wondering if you guys are familiar with high oleic sunflower oil. He's shaking his head. Yes, looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I was. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, oh, wait, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Let him, let okay, him okay. Okay, you are. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. Finish. So, traditional sunflower um, seed oil has 35% omega 6, but they have, they've bred them um, so it's high in oleic acid or oleic oil. And high oleic sunflower oil has only 4% omega 6 acids, and the rest of it's majority monounsaturated. And I was wondering. Would you guys recommend that, or would you still stay away from that? Well, I haven't heard it's low as 4%, but yes, it's certainly better than the other stuff. And it's not, you know, I and it's kind of important to note that the reason they're doing that is because they know that these fats are a problem, and they're trying to cut them out of the food supply kind of on the QT without saying why they're doing it. Um, but, yeah, the stuff, the high oleic varieties of they have high lake peanuts now too. I should have mentioned that before when we were talking about peanut butter, but they're definitely better because the harmful thing is the omega six fat. So, you know, just by cutting that back, you're improving the healthfulness of the fat. Now, how do you spell that even? So it's high, high like normally how you spell high, right. but then oleic is O L E I C. Okay, I knew that part. And I think it's, I think it's, um, it's kind of rare because it's probably more expensive. I've only seen it in, so the one place I encounter seed oils is ranch dressing. It's kind of hard to get, um, non-seed oil ranch dressing. You can, but for like get avocado ranch dressing, but that's also kind of expensive. It'll be like five or six dollars a bottle as opposed to like two dollars. But there is one you know I saw how easy it is cheaper. to make ranch dressing at home with some sour cream, and then you don't have to worry about it. it takes like five minutes. 
It's uh, not hard. Well, actually, so how do, how do do you make? I guess it's hard to share a recipe, but do you get like the ranch dressing packets and make it that sequence. way? Go ahead. Yeah, I make, I make all my own dressings at home. It it literally takes minutes. You need some fat, like some sour cream, some vinegar or uh, lemon juice, an acid, and then some spices and some flavoring. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. Okay, I'll look into that. But. So yeah, just get a find yourself a nice ranch dressing recipe, and just make sure that you're using, you know, some sour cream as the base, as the fat, and you're good to go. All right, thank you very much. All right, it was nice talking to you guys. Thank you so much, Pleasure. caller. I appreciate that. We got some good calls, good questions. Let me make sure I don't have any more. I see all the callers are wrapped up. Oh, see, this is why I double checked. There was one here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but marketing genius sent $5 seed oil makes you gay. <laughs> That's from yeah, our... happy. It makes you happy. It from... like right. really, yes. you know, clap, clap along. If you feel like we a want... room without a roof, we want miserable people here. So cut out seed oil. We want angry. <laughs> uh, well, there's actually, there, there is actually a study out there that says that it um, shrinks your testicles. So really, Oh, I, you know what? I testosterone go down, shrinks I, your testicles. I saw somebody alluded to that earlier. Super happy. But, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be super happy if that was happening. To you me, know what's but, funny you know. is I saw somebody mention that way earlier in the show, and just in chat, like as an aside. And I thought they were just joking about it, making your ball smaller or whatever. Uh, no, it, it does. It actually inhi- it inhibits testosterone. You know, we've got people in their twenties now as low T. It's not just because that they're you know, slamming monster drinks and playing Call of Duty all day or something, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's not just because they're not sunning their balls or they're not lifting weights. Like it's the food they're eating. And we're, you know, we're, um, uh, you know, and we're, we're actually doing, you know, uh, talking to other folks that were interested in this recently. And, and Tucker was looking into some of these mechanisms that were involved in inhibiting testosterone production. So low T high seed, low T now, I want to thank both you gentlemen for coming on. Of course, I just got back today. We jumped right into a topic that we never talked about on this show, and that's one of the things I love about this show, uh, actually, that we just went right into it. Uh, I'm hoping some people learn some stuff, and those who uh, even knew some about this uh, topic already maybe picked up a, a few uh, little pointers or, or things that they could learn about, too. Uh, so, and, and I'll give you guys, I'll let you, hopefully maybe you could come back to either to talk about this topic or I thought about maybe a debate. Maybe we have some seed oil respecters or some type of nutrition conversation from, uh, uh, you know, somebody else who could argue or something, but, uh, definitely would like to have both you guys back. Uh, and I thought it was a good show tonight. I'll start with you, uh, doctor, AKA seed oil disrespector, uh, and let you get your promo in and just your final thoughts here. And then we'll go to Tucker. Yeah. All right. Can, can you hear me? Yes. All right. Yeah. Cause my, my right AirPod just died. So I think I'm, I'm running on. Teams. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Timed it just right. So, so yeah, to, to plug seed oil rebellion.com. That's the very basics on what to avoid, what to eat and some shopping guides and stuff. We want to make this as easy as possible for you. Um, and also to segue, um, I want to make sure Tucker brings up the Future of Fat Summit, and that's futureoffat.org. There was a bunch of talks all day today, and there's some other stuff coming up, and this is on the what's going on behind the scenes. So if you're like, hey, what do I eat? Seedoilrebellion.com. If you're like, hey, I want to learn more, 
futureoffat.org. Um, so Tucker, please. Yeah. And I'm on, uh, Twitter as Tucker Goodrich at Tucker Goodrich. And I've got a blog yelling dash stop.blogspot.com. And I've been told I need to get a better URL, but that's what it is at the moment. And check out the future, future of fat.org. Um, I had a talk on there about, uh, seed oils causing obesity. And then there were a couple of really interesting panels and a whole bunch of other people talking about various different aspects of this. So it's, you know, I mean, Dr. K and I are on the same page. This is the biggest health issue out there. And it's, you know, when you start going through this, you really start to understand why the health of this country is in the place that it is. And the heartening thing is that a lot of people see really fast turn, turn, see a really fast turnaround in their health when they fix it. Well, I'm this, glad so. you mentioned that because, like I said, the food that's cooked here, she's already not using seed oil. But I have a feeling I've been, like, I got peanut butter we mentioned uh, and some other things that I've been dabbling in on my own freelancing, uh, perhaps. And restaurants, restaurants <laughs> yes. are tough because they throw seed oils and everything because it's cheap. Right, and you, you don't even know, really. They're just using whatever. Right. Uh, but I am going to try to focus on not uh, eating seed oil, uh, especially for this month, but just in general in the future. And I want to have you guys come back on maybe and talk about uh, some of my, uh, hopefully, changes for the better, uh, better feeling, better health all, all, all at once. So, uh, well, Ralph, we'd love to turn you into our poster child. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, thing. like I'm the perfect candidate here. Uh, so, yeah, I thank you guys for coming on and, and helping teach me some things like i said i you know giga ninja shout out to him for for setting this up but i didn't really know this was was a big thing uh and was kind of behind, behind my fiance didn't really know about all this so uh, i have a feeling some other people probably in the same boat uh so i think both you gentlemen uh, very kindly took a, took a lot of your night up here uh to talk to me and talk to the killstream audience so thank you very much and i'd love thank to have you back thank you very much i really appreciate it Thank you, and, and uh, congratulations on your nuptials to come. Thank you so yeah. much. Much appreciated to you for that. Uh, and my fiance Those picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> You'll see it. It's going to be streamed live, actually, believe it or not. But that's a separate, <laughs> that's a separate story. Uh, everything I do is live and in color. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Right, Take care. Have a good one. All right. Now it's just me now. If I can find the thing. There we go. That was fun. I really enjoyed that. Uh, much more. You know, I've had a busy week. Um, I went to Orlando APAC last week, and I was gone for a whole week. That was not the plan. Originally, I was going to be back on Monday. We stayed an extra day in Orlando. Uh, and then the next day, I was coming home. Let me kill this for a sec. The next day, I was coming home, and... Uh, I forgot it was Wednesday, actually. I knew that I had this uh, family court hearing thing on Wednesday. <laughs> for, for, for some reason, I thought it was Tuesday. Anyway, uh, I ended up uh, staying in Jacksonville uh, for two days. So the first day, I just decided to stay in Jacksonville because I used to go there with my mom. A little bit of nostalgia. Also, I miss my mom. So I was like, okay, I'm going to indulge myself a little bit here. The second, that was Tuesday. The second day, Wednesday, for some reason I thought was Tuesday. Anyway, 
long story short, I had to stay in Jacksonville again. Such torture, I know. Stayed at the Margaritaville Resort, which was a blast, I have to say. Uh, much better than the ratings it got. It was awesome. And I love Jimmy Buffett, too. So uh, I stayed there yesterday uh, and ended up, I did do uh, the family court thing. Uh, and I'm not going to talk too much about it, uh, but I know some people on the podcast and some people who watch the live shows maybe didn't see uh, the tweet. Uh, now, the tweet uh, also been cleared. <laughs> by my legal representation uh and so it's it's okay for me to read here uh on the record uh and I think I'll put that on the record here on the kill stream uh since it's it's been such a part of um uh both support a lot of support I've gotten on this and a lot of attacks uh, etc uh so I'll just I'll read it into the the kill stream uh record here let me see if I can uh resize it this is what I was doing uh yesterday though let me see if it can uh I'll read it here <clears throat> for the record. I decided to agree to a no-contact order brought by my ex-girlfriend today, which was yesterday, uh, rather than argue the allegations in court. I don't think that would be in the best interest of my son. Uh, the parties have agreed that I will take a paternity test, which I've never done before. Shocking. I know, maybe from some of my stories. Uh, when that test is confirmed, uh, which it will be, I will be declared the biological father of my son, Alexander, by mutual agreement. Uh, the no contact order will not apply to peaceful contact regarding my son. This is what I wanted the whole time, very much so, as a matter of fact, so I consider it a victory. Uh, I hope that things can now move in a positive direction and that energy can be put towards my son's future and his happiness. Uh, I'd like to thank my attorney and all of you here, which is why I read it out, uh, for your support. I won't be able to say much more. Uh, hopefully that is understandable. And I've seen a lot of wild uh, commentary. Uh, I won't get into that. It is a shame. It is a shame. I'll, I'll just say it's a shame to see. Uh, such wild commentary, but I personally uh, am focused on the well-being of my son, uh, my future involvement uh, in his life, uh, and hopefully getting that back uh, on track. Uh, I saw somebody mentioning mentioning uh, a certain support being a ball and chain, and you know child support and all that stuff. And I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, but yeah, I mean, if you're talking just in general, uh, those things uh, can be. A pain to go through, right? Uh, but uh, to me, the bigger pain would be uh, not being in my son's life. So uh, I'm pretty happy uh, with where I'm at right now. Uh, and so I'm just looking forward to the future, uh, focusing on positive things uh, rather than the negative. Uh, and so I just figured I would read it out here uh, on the record uh, on the kill stream. And that, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. And I'm happy uh, with where I'm at. So just thank. I know there are a lot of dads who watch this show, and I've got a lot of comments about it. Uh, so thank you for your support. Uh, it'll be an ongoing thing. Obviously it's not like it's just done and dusted, right? That's not how it works. Um, but, uh, but I'm excited and happy, uh, and more importantly, just focused on, uh, on my son and, and those things going well. So that's really all I have to say about it. I'm sure, uh, you know, certain quarters, the haters and the losers uh, would love me to say some things that I'm not allowed to say or, or go off. But uh, that's not where my head's at. Uh, my head's just uh, focused on the well-being of my son. So that's all I have to say about that. I did want to address it here before I went off the air. Uh, and that's, that's it. Uh, as far as any commentary on that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to indulge. I know that, um, uh, 
people pick at me and try to set me off. But um, that's that's really all I have to say there uh, is that approved statement. And honestly, um, there really is nothing else to say uh, other than that. So except thank you, which I already said. So uh, much appreciated. I see some comments now in chat. Thank you guys for that too. Uh, and I'll be back tomorrow. So thank you for watching the tequila sunrise ahead of time tomorrow morning. I'm going to try to start a little bit early. I say that every day. Uh, we'll figure out the kill stream tomorrow. I'm supposed to meet Ryan Dawson in DC. So we'll see. It's still up in the air. Uh, right. Uh, Cause I haven't talked to him. I just now got home, but I'm going to message him after the show tonight. Uh, and we'll see, I might do a live kill stream tomorrow night, uh, in DC. I don't know the logistics of that, but, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna work on it, uh, for sure. And so I should know more, but I do know this, uh, the, the tequila sunrise will be live, uh, in the morning. So be on the lookout for that on all the usual platforms, killstream.live slash bowl. The Kingpin Invitational, April 2nd. I'm going to be doing a lot more, a lot more promo for that. If you're listening on the podcast, Lauren Witzke has been added to that lineup. Uh, and perhaps, I don't know, there's there's a couple more perhaps is there. We're going to check in on that. But the lineup itself is already fucking balling. Uh, and so I'll talk about it more tomorrow, though, because my voice is kind of getting tired. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I enjoyed it. And I definitely, definitely enjoyed being back. Uh I don't really have anything else to say except watch me tomorrow. (laughs) And thanks for the support here uh, tonight. Now, where is the song? There it is. There it is. Thank you, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Truly a pleasure uh, to be back here at Killstream World Headquarters live in Richmond, Virginia, the former capital of the Confederacy. Good night. Lenane, I just saw your comment, brother, in the chat. Shout out to Odyssey. Shout out to Cozy. The Restream Gang Gang itself. And the Podcast Gang Gang.
One more for the live audience. You know what? I want to hear it. It's been too long. I don't think I played this the other night. I'm going to play it now anyway. Step by step, all the happy saints go marching in. If a saint step out of line, you have to start again. Cause Jacob's golden ladder gets slippery at the top. And many a happy-go-lucky saint has made that long, long drop. If I'm late, don't wait. The saints are trooping in Children play all around the throne Innocent of sin A trillion voices sing the name The mortal may not know In heaven's walls too high to hear The trouble down below If I'm late, don't wait 